0: please be advised. The, the Kind of Movie Critics podcast, podcast may contain
1: spoilers.
0: This
1: includes most of the movies you're going to want to see. This shit also contains profanity, so there's that. Enjoy. Yo, yo, it's Treezy. Hey, hey,
2: this is Corey. It's Martin Mail, man. Jesse T.
1: And I'm Young Leazy. Yo, it's Kind of Movie Critics. We into his house. Shout out to Chandler, who's on uh, political standby duties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... So, uh, if you guys are not, if you're a first time listener, first of all, form, first and foremost, welcome to the kind of movie critics. We get a little raunchy and passionate about the movie and television topics that we choose to talk about every now and then. Um, so, thank you for clicking, and hope you hope you're here to stay. Uh, but this episode is 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 one of our uh, Q episodes where we just kind of throw a mosh posh of things that we've watched individually and collectively, or whatever the case may be. Oh, what? I don't know, mod hodgepodge, modpodge. H-
0: modpodge is like that glue shit you make things with. Hodgepodge. I like it.
1: <laughs> I think it fits. Term before
3: hodgepodge.
0: Hodgepodge. Ho- Hodge, yeah. Modpodge is the glue, and hodgepodge is what you meant to say. They both and then fit. You, like, they put them both together fit. and said modpodge.
3: They both fit. I didn't even know what modpodge
1: was. <laughs> yeah, they both fit.
0: Not think.
1: Amen. <laughs> hey, it worked. Um, but yeah, we're throwing. Uh, uh, can I say a litany? of things, a litany of (laughs) films and television shows that we watched, uh, throwing them at you guys as the listeners, just to give you some, you know, just to kind of have some conversation in in a bunch of different directions, and it's not specifically on one movie or topic, and hopefully we inspire you guys to watch something that you never thought to watch. So anyway, uh, anything happened in the news since last time we talked, guys? Anything worth talking about? Did anybody pass away? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot we're talking about. Nothing too heavy-handed. We, uh, you know, I mean, the whole Jussie Smollett thing. I said I'm not going to touch it, but then you I'm brought gonna, it up. Yeah, I'm just going. I'm just going to bring it up to to just to say that we're aware. We're aware that it, that it happened and it should not have happened. Um, but you know, there's plenty of other people with bigger voices that have said their piece on that. So, um, I hope he gets it. well. I hope he gets well. Uh, m- mentally. As well as because I'm, you know, as well as physically, because I know stuff like that, like home invasions and attacks. Traumatic. That stuff can be very traumatic on PTSD, you, man. So, yeah. so <laughs> you know, get well through that. Anything else that happened?
0: I didn't realize that like Mean Gene from wrestling died earlier this month.
1: Oh yeah, Mean Gene Hackman, man. That's Hackman. not his name, right? No, it's <laughs> That's like, an it's actor, like Gene awesome. Hackman. <laughs> 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 Yo, I'm off the chain. I think his
0: last name was like. Ockerland or or your Earthland. I don't know. Mean but they Gene. call a Mean
1: Gene something. What was the se- what was the second part of his name? I have mean to Google Gene. it.
0: But Mean Gene.
1: Mean Gene. Yeah. Well, let's go to our Google correspondent, Corey. I know you, you probably can. You access Google very fast, man. What, what was the Mean Gene blank? What was the thing know. after Gene? Oakland. Mean Gene Oakland.
2: Mm-hmm. Was he in WCW?
1: No, is WCW. WCW. Oakland. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's Oakland, Mean Gene Oakland? Oakland, hey. hey.
3: There you go. Oakland. Google lied.
0: Google just tried to play me.
3: Oh,
1: that guy? He was like the announcer? Yeah. yeah, he
0: was a wrestler before he was an announcer, though.
1: Oh, that guy. He was a wrestler. That guy's mm-hmm. too fucking small to wrestle.
0: To wrestle? Wrestle. <laughs> That's what
1: my granddad used my to too? say, yo, wrestling, yo. My,
0: my granddaddy, too. That's what I was about to say. What are you, my grandpa? Yeah. Like, I'm looking at wrestling. wrestling. on TV. Yeah, my <laughs>
1: granddad used to say wrestling. And my granddad also, when, yo, I've, I've like slap boxed my granddad before. First of all, he's got hands like shit. He's like, <laughs> He could he he got hands yo, but second he fights you know like the Irish stance with like oh, the uh, backwards. Put him knuckles, up, like put him up, <laughs> yo. That shit is. Have you ever like tried to box somebody like what that? You, that shit is weird. You that shit throws you. Yeah, it's like
4: yeah, you do,
1: yeah. It's you like trying that, to fight right? a southpaw dog. That shit is like it's not just like weird. trying to fight a southpaw. No. I think come headbutt you come on. <laughs> the right man. hand makes
3: kind of sense. It's the left hand that don't make any sense. I
1: don't well, that, you're no, supposed bro. to you actually.
0: Your hands are backwards. That's why.
3: That's,
1: if if yeah. you're right-handed, your left
0: hand goes in front. I'm gonna tell so you that's what. Even worse. I'm gonna tell you what. You can't. You could can, can still turn it over. You can oh, so
1: You're supposed to do that. But yes. But, oh God, But they you're don't. Weird. But he don't though. That's what I'm saying. Like they don't. It's yeah, like that, he's just
0: cutting that you. Ex- that's all
1: that's happening. No, no, He just like he'll just throw it out like whop 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 whop.
4: <laughs> but it's like
1: I guess that extra non-turn. Like he saves like a, a millisecond without turning, and that shit is fast. Um, but no. In all seriousness, is it, oh Bad Boy Street. Oh, we kind of talked about that last time. Oh Who? Did, so, is Rush Hour 4 a real thing? Mm hmm. Does it go? Yo, man. Let, let me just be the first to say do not bring back all these fucking buddy cop movies that nobody. Do not bring back another Lethal Weapon. Do not bring back another. Lethal Weapon's a show.
4: With Damon <laughs> Williams.
1: Yeah. No, pop- i heard it was pretty good. But but I heard he he's quitting it, ain't he? Didn't uh, he?
3: Well, because the he, guy who plays the. What's his face? He got in a lot of trouble, and he was kind of a dick.
1: The guy who plays uh, Riggs?
3: Yeah. Apparently, the actor, he got fired, I think, but he was apparently, like, kind of a really big asshole. Got in a lot of fights with producers. Uh, Him and Damon didn't get along and uh, eventually got fired. So I don't know what the future of the show is.
5: That should be like the prerequisite for the show is you guys have to have chemistry. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you yeah, you would think. Yeah, I, two, I read a couple the two articles. guys hate each other.
3: He got into fights with extras, and he was like really mean. Like he was like this really, really like he was not in the character. Yeah, I guess, but he's like really not a nice person, and eventually got fired. I could oh. be wrong about the firing, but.
1: Well, I, I thought I heard an interview with Damon Wayans where he said that he wasn't doing another season. He was just like, I'm, he, he basically said, I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's legitimately kind of what he said. What I read was because
3: of all the drama behind it. Oh, okay. He was just like,
1: hey, man, fuck this. Yeah, so. he just kind of made allusion to like, yo, I'm old as fuck, and I just don't have the, the energy to keep dealing with shit. He didn't say what, but maybe maybe you're right. Maybe there's some bullshit behind the scenes that he was dealing with. Um, But yeah, man, do not use Bad Boys 3, which a lot of people... I'm going to go on record saying I'm not really, I got to hear what the fuck this plot is about with Bad Boys 3, but I'm not super excited to see it. The first
0: two were unrelated, so they'll come up with something else unrelated.
1: Yeah, but you know. I I just like seeing Will
2: Smith and Martin Lawrence fuck shit up.
1: I got faith in Will, man. I I got faith in Will, but I I don't know. Martin looks just, he looks toast, bro. Like
0: He looked like that the last time, and it was fine.
1: Okay, we'll see We'll see. Plus, they're changing directors. Not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying, like, that's a, it's a, it's gonna be a style difference. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's a lot of risques going on. It's the coming to
0: America three that I am like, why the fuck? Yeah.
1: Did we talk about that last time? Did we talk about No. Yeah, why are they, first of all, why are you bringing back coming to America two? Or why are you bringing back coming to America? And then why are you bringing Craig Brewer on to coming to America, man? Y'all don't have nothing to say about that. I just I yeah. think
0: he's not the director for it. I I and I don't know. I I don't know how they could make that funny. Like I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, man. Uh, be- I mean, Sherry Headley looks exactly the same. She can come back and oh, be does fine. she? Yeah, I no, mean, I haven't seen her. She looks she looks exactly like that still. Oh wow. Um, Madge Sinclair is obviously passed away, but right. James L. Jones is you know. Yeah. Mufasa's already in the can, so like.
1: Real talk. Um, I
3: was I was talking to a friend of mine about how. Bad Ghostbusters did. And I mean, it's not a direct comparison, but you know, a lot of people really love the first Ghostbusters, first two Ghostbusters. Uh-huh. And like, there's some movies, that, the 80s is such a unique time for film, I think, because there's a lot of really good properties that I think they work because they were from the 80s. And like, mm. when you do it now, like, it doesn't, it either doesn't work or it's just kind of like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? You know, and and I think the studios are arrogant. They, you know, people thought, oh, well, they love Ghostbusters one and two are classics. They'll come out for anything. It's like, no, we're not. Yeah. I'm here for and the Ghostbusters three. I'm I'm but I'm I'm tainted now. Like because but go, it's not go, they,
0: those those um, I was about to say something very anti-feminist. Chicks, I was about to call them chicks. Yeah. Um, they won't be in it as long as I don't say females. Um, but, uh,
3: yeah. I just think that the studios need to stop being so arrogant and saying that oh well we're just gonna take these properties and we're gonna put out whatever the fuck we think will work and you're gonna love it and it's like no we're not like we're we don't accept your thoughtless bullshit, mm. you know and it's like so when you start hearing remakes of. Different properties. It
5: just makes me cringe. Well, you now. got people
0: directing mm. it who were two years old when it came out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, don't, they don't have the feel of it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not the same for them. They weren't we, living in the well, time. I
5: think that's his son, though. Uh, Jason Reitman is like Ivy yeah. Reitman's son. Right. So but
3: still, I don't know. Like, and, and you end up, the 80s is so, when you look at movies from the 80s, like their structure is different. The way they handle the material is different. Like, I, I just think it doesn't work today because today, we have a very modern way of presenting films. And then so you take this property that was built in the 80s and you try to convert it to 2,000-ish audiences and you find out it doesn't work. Like, I mean, well, you
5: it, could... I think Last OG prove you could make like modern-day New York and still make it as funny as it was
1: in like the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so I look at movies like Ghostbusters. I, 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 I'm not going to say it's a false equivalency between Ghostbusters and, and Coming to America. But Ghostbusters, I can see how... The legacy of what they did can continue mm-hmm. on, right? Like it
0: appeals to children. Yeah, yeah I, I could I see it. that,
1: and yeah. you know, I mean, they had a cartoon. Ro- and yeah, yeah, and then just rotating characters to be in certain positions, mm-hmm. um to sort of give you the same feel. I can see how that can continue. Like, mm-hmm. like if they were to remake Goonies, as much as I would be like, what the fuck, it can be done, they right? Not they touch the better not. But you see, like shoe, I don't. But, but like it, with it <laughs> you'll turn it into a a summer like
3: the, the remake to Jumanji. Or uh, the 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 sequel to Jumanji. Right. It's like it but didn't. But they said have, that was good though.
0: It, it, was inter- okay. it was okay. It was okay. It was
3: entertaining. But mm-hmm. it was entertaining on a on a two thousands level. Right. Like it didn't have. It was a that, reboot
0: as opposed to that like charm the that
3: the original has, which I think you'll have problems with coming to America. Is that you're? It, it could be funny. Well, it could be. Well, I'm concerned nice. about
0: the director. It's not yeah. even that they're doing it. If they can get mm-hmm. Arsenio back and and Eddie, I'm not worried about that. Because honestly. A lot of what Eddie has done later on in his career is not funny to me. It's stupid. Like, yeah. it's it's a type of humor that I don't like. I really like the kind of humor that he was doing around that time.
4: Yeah. Yeah,
3: that's what I'm saying. Like, I think if you brought back Eddie and Arsenio, it could still really suck. Well,
0: I think so it could really suck with that director, yes.
3: Yeah, yeah Craig. Brewer, <laughs> but I, even if you terrible. brought back, I don't I, like I don't remember recall who was the original director was.
1: Um, uh, John Landis, I believe. Okay. Is he still alive? I doubt it. John, John Landis? I think John Landis did come into America. No, he
0: just asked, was he alive? I don't, I don't Oh,
1: know. John Landis was like 100 then. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> thinking. I was like, yeah, I think he. I, I mean, he could be. If, if so, somebody needs to tap him for the cure for old age. But His son's he... still alive. No, Yo, he is still him.
3: alive. He was born in 1950 so I mean I was he's, about to say I yeah. didn't
4: think he was
0: that old. Who was, John Landis?
1: Yeah, he did oh, make shit, it, my like bad. thriller
0: and shit.
1: Yeah, but he just well, maybe guys just looked old as fuck back then when you look at like the BTS footage and stuff. Yeah, he's He hasn't he's his IMDb his
3: IMDb the last thing he did was in 2012 so oh. he's probably retired.
1: So my thing is my thing is this is that coming to America is hinged on the actors as opposed to the characters. Bringing back somebody to play Prince Hakeem is just not going to work. The character's not going to work because Eddie Murphy made that. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you just, its just, I don't know, when, when you hinge something on the actors as opposed to the character or the central theme of the film, I think it's just hard to bring it back. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm sure if we think long enough, I've been disproved somewhere somehow with that. Just, I don't know, I got fears about it. Kenya Burris is like the only thing that I'm like, excited about like okay bears. I don't give a f- <laughs> f- listen. The nigga heard it. And I'm sure he's heard it and and people fuck up my name. I don't know how people fuck up Trezy. I've heard Trizzy. Trizzy. <laughs> I've seen it spelled like easy. I'm like, come on fam.
0: I definitely had people call me Lizzie. And I'm like, who is that? Man, so
1: it's not even a big deal. So my bad, Kenya. So if you had a dream director for this, who would it be? Um Okay, so that's Actually, assuming I that Malcolm I would want Lee, it to be remade? I think Malcolm Lee could do it. Um, he, he could. I could see him doing it. If I had a dream director, for, that's a very good question.
0: Malcolm Ooh. Lee could do it. I'd be okay yeah. with, with, with like a Reginald yeah. Hudlin. Um, let me see.
5: No,
1: lie,
5: I people we'll be mad, but I, I would be like, like to see like a Neil Brennan. mm just because he knows all their voices like really well, he like writes jokes for all them. So
1: mm, that's that's interesting. That's a hot take. That, yeah. Is
0: he working a lot
1: now? Neil Brennan? Yeah, post, he does a lot of post, comedy.
0: Post Chappelle.
1: Um. Yeah, he yeah, does a lot of
5: comedy. Lot. He, okay. he directs a lot. I mean, he directed um one of Whitney Cummins' movies, I think. And he did uh he did something for Four Four Four, Jay Z's album. So he still
1: directs a lot. Yeah. Damn, that's <laughs> a good question, man. I don't I don't know who my my dream director for this. I think I think Malcolm Lee is a great choice. Um but hmm,
5: you ain't gonna... seen
1: night school though. No, I ain't yeah. seen high school. Nah. I but mean, I everything else I that I've seen. Yeah, I love Malcolm Lee. Good. It
5: just yeah. he gotta get like a good script. I think. I mean, if Kenya okay. yeah. Bears is
0: writing it and I and I then feel like they, they really script. won yeah. with um with Girl Strip, I think they're good, they're good together. Yeah. You
5: know what I really wanted to see, but I know it can never happen now, is like Uptown Saturday night. I thought they were going to, that was going to be a good one. Yeah. I feel like
0: they could still do it.
5: I I don't think we're doing characters. (laughs) I don't think we're Will and Denzel. Is that who it was supposed to be, Will and Denzel? It was supposed to be Will and somebody else, but I I mean, with like Bill Cosby's like association to it, I don't think they would remake it. Oh, yeah. It's probably too
1: hot to handle right
0: now. I don't think a lot of people have seen it that are younger than us to even know that that's what
4: it is.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, they're. I mean, they're bringing a Rudy Ray Moore movie in about Dolomite, oh, um yeah. starring Eddie Murphy, directed by Craig fucking Brewer. It's
5: supposed to be good. I mean, that's what they said. That's well, how he got this job. I was.
1: I was gonna say that's probably how, that's probably how this transitioned into that because he might have handled the material well. I mean, listen, man, he's obviously got some sort of affinity to black culture, you know, with hustle and flow.
4: <laughs> and
0: I don't know black what it snake is, man. Yeah, man. <laughs>
1: So you know, maybe maybe he's got something to him. I personally didn't like either one of those movies, but um, I didn't either. But you know, we'll see, man. And it, that, it's weird. That's like the only guy that John Singleton has ever really endorsed.
0: <laughs>
1: this is this is fucking. I don't know, man. It's just, it'd be weird shit that happens that yeah. I'm just like I don't under I don't understand what people's points of view are. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like this is the only director that you felt comfortable in getting behind ever in your career.
5: That is, is kind of cool that that was like. Well, it was, I don't think it was Taraji's first role, but it was like her breakout role and For now sure. she just got a star you maybe think like so? a week ago. I think that, that, that was That's the one that got her that the most attention. That got her the most. Yeah.
0: Her first role that I remember seeing her in was Baby Boy.
5: Yeah. Yeah, but like but white people and didn't I,
0: watch. I don't that's not true. Yeah. Benjamin Button got her her attention. You guys are all no. over the place. She nah, got she, gotta she, no. she, she was got an Oscar nom. She got
1: she got Benjamin Button because of Hustle and Flow though.
0: She didn't do anything in Hustle & Flow that impressed me. It was like me. an Oscar-nominated
1: Yeah, it's an movie. Oscar-nominated movie. Yeah. I said
0: she did not do anything oh, in did. Hustle & Flow that impressed me. I, she sang the song that got nominated. I don't
3: think me. she's a very good actress, actually. That's the funny part.
1: Hot take.
0: Uh, she has her moments. She yeah. has her moments. I'm not going to throw her whole career away. No, I
3: won't, but she doesn't impress me.
0: I want her to stop being in Tyler Perry movies. Yeah.
3: There you go.
1: Uh, um. Cool, man. Well, we can move past these Cummings coming soons or whatever. Um well, the previews. Yeah. Let's jump into what's real, man. What what have we been what have we seen? Well, okay. Well fuck it. Let's just get the big one out the out the way. Uh between last time we recorded and now, the Fire Docker the Firefest documentary, the Hulu and the Netflix one came out, which stirred up a big controversy online for obvious reasons. What I thought was interesting about the doc was, you know Which one? The the just
3: the I watched Netflix, but the, the whole incident. Actually, this is more of a commentary incident. I found people being really cold to the participants. Like, oh, that's what rich people get. And I'm like... Yeah, well, that I was, was just, weird. I was like, just because people have... I'm not going to say they're rich. They have disposable, disposable income, income. That means they get deserve to get fucked yeah, over? Yeah, I, I, like, I, I don't agree with that. I was kind of like, that's kind of really shady. like Just because I have the ability to spend a lot of money on something doesn't mean I deserve to be... To be fucked up. Yeah, I and and, and put your life in, in harm's way. Like, these people got kind of, like, that could have been very dangerous. Very dangerous. And, like, so I deserve that?
0: I don't think that they deserve to be defrauded, but I think that people's reaction to what happened to them was more about exclusivity
3: yeah.
0: and privilege and how those things were, like, mastermind to work against them. So, I, I get what you're saying, though. Mm-hmm. They're still human beings and their lives are valuable and... I also think that people who were joking about it weren't, they didn't have eyes on the ground to know, like, that they were actually in danger. No, no,
3: no, I'm talking, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, too, with that, he, but I'm talking about talking post-documentary, at, at post-documentary. People were commenting, yeah. like, yo, f- yo, screw them, you know, they got money. I'm like, yo, these <coughs> people, you know, what if people had medical emergencies? Like, I There's was really- no wa- infrastructure Yeah, there. I was really watching, like, yo, someone could have really got hurt, and that yeah. doesn't matter how much money you have. They like, slept
0: through that storm and shit. Yeah, like, like, I was like, that's
3: really shady, like, you know, and- and none of these people who look like participants I, flaunted their, like, I'm wealthy. And like I, I
0: uh, you need to watch both docs. But um, I, I mean, I like, mean, I I'm
3: wealthy. That. I don't deserve this, this thing that has happened to me. I am wealthy. Like, how dare you? Like, it was like, these were people who were going to a festival, at least from the Netflix perspective.
0: I just think it's very interesting to spend, like, $50,000 on something you haven't even vetted. Uh, that's just really strange to me.
3: I mean, but $50,000 to I, one person I is got got $500 by like, to us. You know I know, what I mean? but like, I got
0: got, like, for $150 from, like, this random... Uh, Online site that sold clothes from China, and they sent me mm-hmm. some bullshit that looked completely different from the pictures. I know yeah. how that felt. So if I spent fifty thousand yeah. dollars, I will <laughs> say this:
3: you know, uh, in my travels, I have been in rooms with people who who have a lot of money, mm-hmm. and like it really is just a difference between five hundred and fifty thousand. I, I like, get it. It's like the, what is a hundred dollars to us is a hundred thousand to someone else. Like it is just as meaningless, or is just as little, or not as much. And that's really interesting when you get around someone where a hundred thousand dollars or even ten thousand dollars is, is nothing is really nothing to them because of when you look at the ratio of how much money you have. So but so I don't I mean I feel sorry for them. I was like that sucks. I wouldn't want to be in that situation.
0: That does suck. It's never so. it's never fun to be in the middle of something stupid like that. Um I think it's I think that it's interesting from like a sociological perspective how they use like the curation of cool. To really mm-hmm. like fuck these people over, and they did it at such like a high level. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, he's this scammer of of the fucking century. But what, like, what did you think about the two documentaries? Because it was interesting. Um, shout out to Chandler who's not here. He was like, well, they paid the guy to be in the Hulu one, and I thought that the Hulu one was way less glossy and made him really, really look like the piece of shit oh, he is, yeah. as opposed to the Netflix one where it yeah. just kind of.
1: So I was having that conversation with Martin when we first came in uh cuz he, he Martin you brought that up right that they paid him and I was like yo in this particular setting uh, cuz uh, you know that's I went into it with that too like they paid this guy to be here yo they asked him the hard questions and I'm like well maybe that payment is to obligate him to sit there and take that That's all it is because if it because if he's unpaid and they get to some of the... you know there was a point in the documentary he was like yo I want to take a 10 minute break you know because like he, uh, the interviewer had, had asked him a question, and I can't remember what the question was, but obviously it was one he didn't want to answer, and he got flustered. and He was like, "I want to take a personal break. Like, I want to take a ten minute break." And it, you can tell there was resistance on the crew. Like, "Yo, what the? Like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying?" But for him to take that break and not leave lets me know that the money obligated him to to stay there. You know, you get payment after we get our product. Uh, of of this this agreement, which is you're going to sit here for X amount of time and answer these fucking questions. That's my assumption on how that money was spent. Uh, which I'm in I'm in favor of that. And if if there's already like a court judgment against him, I'm assuming that that payment in part somehow went to disperse towards the people that he fucked over. I'm I'm just assuming if that he still
0: has the money it, from it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If he so um so I'm I'm. I, Honestly, out of the because Lizzie are me and you the only two that watched. Did anybody else watch the Hulu one at the table? I didn't know. Nobody no. else did. Oh,
0: well, we must have been, yeah. Yeah, the, two of us. the
1: Hulu one to me blew the Netflix one out the water. I, I agree. Yeah, it blew it out the water. It, it gave a lot more insight. Um, obviously the the other trope about um the Netflix one is that it was done by the marketing firm, the Fuck Jerry, the Fuck Jerry, guys marketing guys, yeah. firm. That had something to do with it. So you know, Martin, you brought it out. You brought out a good point, which is like they held fuck Jerry like in a almost a positive light. Yeah,
5: like they didn't really like they they brought up um, they brought up criticisms, but the guys were like, "Well, how could we have known? We just did our job."
1: Like that's what everybody was basically yeah. saying. Yeah, well, well, you know what? I feel bad for the people that were working for the app because I don't believe Yeah. That, I don't think they I, had that, shit to yeah, do they with had, it. They had nothing and to that do app,
0: with it. And that app, in a different iteration, Ja Rule still has it. It's called, like, Icon or whatever now. Yeah, it's now. called
1: Icon. It's, the idea's it's idea is actually genius. Yeah. I, like, like, I didn't realize. I had heard about that app, and I didn't realize that. I didn't know anything about the festival until this dropped. I had always heard about the app and even when i first heard about that i was like yo this is genius to be able to cut out you know booking agents and stuff like not saying you want to cut well, them you, out it's but it's not that you're cutting them out, consumer. you just don't, yeah
0: you can't you you, a lot of people have money to do things. They just don't know how to approach it. And yeah. that just kind of ma- gives you a, a straight line to say, like, hey, I'll give you this amount of money and to be able to negotiate. Right, because if anybody Cause doesn't know. Because it's not for know... me and you. Like, we're not booking Trey Songz come to my birthday. Like, right. that's not happening. But, but if we
1: ever wanted to, but right? If I, but if offended. I had the
0: money to pay him, yeah. then I know how I could get in yeah. contact with him. Anybody
1: who doesn't know how the entertainment, like, just my little bit of dabblings with, like, entertainment and dealing with middlemen is that extortion is real. <laughs> or, no, you know, it or it some is. sort of, like... Just bleeding you out of money. If somebody if somebody has direct contact to somebody else or something else that you want and you have the money to do it, sometimes they'll expose that. You know, they'll put you through a ringer and be like, Oh, give me fees. money to get this person's yeah. number. And it's just, and it's just another like, guy who
0: needs another guy's number. <laughs> that's
1: it, man. That's it. And you know, at one point blogs were like that to me. It's like, you know, blogs kind of, you know, in the hip hop world kind of like ran things for a good six seven year period and i know there was a lot of that going on as well where it's like it's almost like payola Mm -hmm. for radio but for blogs you know i mean it's not illegal (laughs) it's it's not but it exists in these spaces so to me that app was a hundred percent genius because it cut all that out well
0: you know what's interesting about that too when when i've been had access to people in my network Mm -hmm. and people have called me and been like Yo, you have a contact for so and so. I see that as a challenge. If you ask me to facilitate you meeting someone mm-hmm. and I can make it happen, like mm. someone was like, You have a contact for Lauren Hill. I was like, hold on. And I got him a number. Yeah. I never thought to get paid. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> but I, I never think that I'm just kinda like, oh no, I'll help you out. It's cool. Yeah. And Lauren's gonna get paid. And right. my person that I put them on to is also gonna get paid, but I didn't I never cared about, well, let me make a quick five hundred dollars real quick.
1: Yeah. Well, there's some people that that they don't they're that's all their talent extends to—is that they're close to somebody. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Their their net worth is hinged upon their ability to get this person on the phone. And so you know if that's not what your income is hinged on, obviously it's not. No, a- it's
0: just my ego. It's just me being like able to go. You ask me for this far fetched person. Can I actually? And can do I it? deliver? On and that. I generally can. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I, <laughs> I don't
0: know Lauren Hill. Don't at me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So, but there's some people that just take pride in being that fucking. You got to go through the brick wall to get, you know, so, so I say all that to say that to me, this whole thing of like, do you, okay, let me, let me just ask this question first. Do you guys feel like he intentionally fucked people out of their money? Like he intentionally did it? Yeah. I
3: think he, I think he didn't care if he did or didn't. I think he. If the show had been successful, mm-hmm. he would have been like, "Great, that's that's awesome." Right. But I think he didn't care if it was successful or not. I right. think it spiraled
0: out of control. Yeah,
3: I I, I I think that too. But I don't think he was like, "I'm gonna scam people." I am Oh never, yes, he was.
0: Yes, he was. Yes I don't think.
3: Was. Well, let me finish my uh, sentence. Go Thank ahead. you. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, I don't think in the, his mind early on he was like, "I am going to fuck everyone over." I am. I have zero intentions of putting on a show. You're saying right.
0: that because you watch the Netflix okay. doc. So if you watch the Hulu doc, they mm-hmm. tell you his background. Mm-hmm. He's a scammer. His scam has mm-hmm. always been to sell tickets mm-hmm. that he could not deliver
3: on. Oh, okay. Well, then
0: forget. that see there you go. So so and he's it started off with small things where he would just collect the money for the tickets mm-hmm. and then he'd rob Peter to pay Paul, right? right. Well, that's so what he, he was he,
3: doing he, in the festival. Yeah. Well, okay. he could
0: do it before because he he'd say like I have tickets to Jay Z and Beyonce, right? And then he'd get all the money and then sell tickets to. What Hamilton, and then get all the use that, that money to buy stuff. That Step wasn't Huck. his first
1: venture, though. No, no,
0: I know that. But what I'm I'm saying with Magnesis, that's yes. what he was doing. He was like promising all this exclusivity to events that he didn't have, and that's how he was doing it. So he'd yeah. sell you tickets, right? Yeah. He'd have your money, right? And he would at a discount. And then he'd sell tickets to something else and then use the money that he sold for something else yeah. to buy like I mean, StubHub pi- tickets a, to the first pyra- thing. It's a
3: pyramid oh. scheme. I mean, it's oh. what every scammer has done. It,
0: it's not. <laughs> he's robbing Peter to pay Paul, but he could not do that with a festival that he was producing because he's a big ass dummy. He could do mm-hmm. that if he mm-hmm. needs you to get like Nick's tickets. He can always go on up and get them. Mm-hmm. He couldn't do that with something that he was producing. He just yeah. was floating it. And that's why he kept um, he kept making bigger packages available To try to like keep the thing afloat of things that he couldn't. Keep
3: the cash flow. Yeah. Yeah. That he couldn't. Well then he then he definitely didn't give a shit. Yeah,
0: that was all his scam was always selling tickets that he couldn't deliver on. And Mm -hmm. this was just the the biggest fuck up of that. And I think he intended to deliver something. Yeah. But I don't think he I don't think he intended to deliver what he promised.
1: So here's the thing: like, this is just a rebuttal to what you were saying with Magnesis. He delivered on things, but they were always at his a bigger expense to him.
0: Right, because right. because he because he offered them at a discount. Yeah,
1: so so that so, I, I understand Corey's line of thinking where it's like he wanted to deliver. He just didn't realize the the how big the the hole he was digging.
0: It just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah,
1: I I don't believe that he. I, okay. I personally don't believe that he was trying to fuck people out of money in Firefest. I believe that it was he just didn't. It was he was creating cash flow for himself, creating creating cash flow for himself, and then creating the bigger problems by um, just not knowing how to not knowing how to produce and then not not using the money that he is getting correctly. You know, he's using it to put on this big production, this you know PT Barnum production of what's actually happening, as opposed to the production itself. You know what I mean? So it's misappropriation of funds. Uh, that's what it. It seemed like the bigger thing. I didn't. I didn't really get the vibe that he was full blown scammer until after Fire Festival, and then he bought it. Bought that bullshit back. Uh, NYC VIP joint. Yeah, him. that's yeah. that's the point that I was like, oh, he's full blown scammer. But the the only like the app to me is the only thing that keeps was me real. saying, like, yo, he wasn't trying to sabotage the app. The app would have made him way more money, I'm sure in the long run than any of these fucking ventures. Cause um, it was a legitimate platform.
0: I don't, and the not, analytics, not as quickly, not as quickly,
1: n- not as quickly, but it, it, I, I'm going to tell you what it would have done. It, it, it honestly, the app probably would have done what he was aiming to do in the first place, which is make him relevant,
0: mm-hmm. make him
1: relevant and make him a player in,
0: in that space, in that space, in that tech space. Yeah. Which
1: it, to me is obvious was, was his number one agenda. It's just to be relevant in this space. Unless us be real, he wanted to get a lot of pussy. You know, that that was probably well, like most,
3: most movies or TV shows about real or fake scammers. The to me, the common thread is it's just money in. They I think they feel like as long as money is coming in, like I'm A-OK. Right. And it's like because that's what they want. That's the definition of success for them. It's like money in. And maybe no money out, but like, right. it's just the common thread is constantly. As long as I'm technically making money, like I will always be. I'm not scamming anyone.
0: Well, right. with Magnesis, yeah. he had to, he had to, um, he had to deliver something, otherwise the, the cash flow would stop coming in, and then he moved on to the Fire app as yeah. something else. But you're right that that was the Fire app's a legitimate business, and he's just taking a cut, co- a cut of whatever. You know what I mean because is. because he's the booking agent. You yes. can get directly to the manager yes. from there. So um, the only thing with that is you'd need to make money off of something like that by volume, and everybody doesn't have tens of thousands of dollars laying around to be able to book talent to come directly to them. Right. Um, I, that's a good app for promoters. I can see so many like avenues of like how it could work for people yeah. on both ends. So the common man couldn't use it no but it would make him money by volume over time he was right. wanting all of it up front like but it's interesting to me that like even when he was talking in hulu about being a child and saying that like he went in and reprogrammed the the message board to say like come to me if you want me to fix your crayons number one you cannot fix crayons that's not a fucking thing right. number two number two you want me to believe that at 8 years old you were standing around in the office unsupervised. Nobody saw you hacking into this machine that's chilling right. on it. Like, he's just a liar.
1: That's the other portion <laughs> of it, too, is this guy's a compulsive liar.
0: And he, just, uh, he was smiling while he was saying it. And I'm like, you are in salesman mode every moment of your life.
1: Yeah.
2: Did he go to jail?
3: Yeah. 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 Oh,
2: okay. Six years. It's just like,
3: you know, it, it just reminds me of all these characters we've seen, all these mm. scammers, like the Bedford uh, Wolf Bellfort, of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, it's the same thing. Even the. I don't know, a couple years ago, you know, I think it was uh MSNBC had the little scammer series, little doc series or whatever, like, mm. you know, like crazy money or something like that. And I forgot somebody here locally got scammed and, 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 and these pyramids, it's all the same shit. It's just, it's a blessings loom. <laughs> yeah. It's like somebody who wants to get rich and like they, and they scam people. I don't get, it's just convincing people to give you money. Mm. <laughs> like, go ahead martin what do
1: you boss
5: um i think it's just interesting like the culture now and how it's like social media could almost cause like a delusion cuz he was like so delusional at the end where he was with his homeboy he was like yeah i'm not going to jail <laughs> crazy that is crazy that kind of reminds me of the takashi the situation cuz everybody's like yo you're going to get fucked up but you're going to jail you're going to get fucked up but you're going to jail yeah it's like no no i'm not a, yeah, and they, he just he just like because they don't believe it's real. Now. Yeah, because um, yeah. yeah, isn't Takashi like up for like fifty years
1: or some shit? Yeah. <laughs> well, he he just, like he just um,
5: yeah, he just um like pled guilty. He pled guilty on nine counts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah guess what?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny, man, and not to go on a Takashi spin, but I saw a very interesting Takashi video yesterday. <laughs> it was obviously one of his little comedian skits where he was throwing up a bar of soap and catching it, like practicing not catching, not dropping yeah, a bar of soap. And yeah. I was like, yo, this kid is off the <laughs> chain, man. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's uh, something about... What is that? Like,
0: you I, know what? I think that they are pretending. So, at some point, they think everybody else is, too. And they don't realize it's real. Is that what it is? It's like Malibu's Most Wanted.
1: Like I never saw Malibu's Most Wanted. Yeah. <laughs> <If I can laughs> imagine. Don't be hating. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: it's like Malibu's Most Wanted. It's like, he's pretending. He knows he's pretending, but he believes he's this character he's right. created for himself right and then when other people aren't pretending it's kind of like i feel pressured cuz i know that they're real they're going to find out i'm fake type thing it's right. like a certain Imposes. it's like a loop of it's like a loop of like lies like i don't i don't it's just they're delusional it's right. a loop of delusion like that's what right. it is it's so it's layered delusion and it's just kind of like i'm not This person. I'm gonna pretend I'm this person and I keep having to up the ante. And at the end I can't I me going like, oh no, it's a character, I invented for myself. No, but you really did that shit. Yeah, you really did
1: that shit. Yeah. Everybody's not
0: playing pretend like this is real life. Right. You're not you're not in a movie. It's Mm. weird. It's 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 really weird, but you see so much of that. These you know, it like that little girl that uh that you see, I don't know even what, know what her name is. The one that's really like, she she has like this really weird black scent where she talks like she's deaf almost. You know what I'm talking about? A little uh-uh. white girl with all the colors and shit in her hair Mm-mm. that was talking shit about Snoop Dogg. And then when some real gangsters oh, came, they were yeah. like, yo, we were
2: joking. <laughs>
1: oh, that apology <laughs> video. Is, is it the place? Cash Me Outside girl? No, it's,
0: it's a different girl. It's a different girl. But she's the same one. Fuck all y'all talk about me. Mm-hmm. Like that. And I'm like, who taught you to talk like that? Oh, that's, that's not weird. what, that's not. Yeah. I'm a black person who grew up, you know, very hood adjacent, right. and and I don't know anybody who actually behaves that way in seriousness. Like, oh. what is this caricature that you created? And then it's like, yo, they some real dudes. I'm scared. Well, why are you playing pretend all the time? Like, right, it's weird.
5: It is weird. It's weird because like I can respect something like that, and like someone like Andy Kaufman, someone who just goes to through the joke like. 100%, like, I'm going to just do this character no matter what, like, never break. It's something, like, almost fascinating about, about that. But, like, in these cases, it's, like, almost horrifying to, like, see people go through that.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Be- but Andy Kaufman was... He's inter- He He's an, entertainer. He, he's, he's an yeah. entertainer, and he was doing it for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think Andy Kaufman, like, believed his own bullshit I don't it was very obvious that he didn't mm. um if you paid attention long enough and it's I mean the same thing with Jim Carrey saying he was channeling channeling Andy Kaufman yeah. like Jim's no longer here I don't think Jim believes his own bullshit he he's entertaining you it's the same thing mm. it's, his I prof- t- it's
3: his profession yeah and, you know, but, but I mean I guess do. it's
0: these people's profession too but again like being caught up in a facade and not knowing that It's not real. Like he sold him. It's one of those things like if I tell myself this lie enough, maybe it'll become true. Like, no, you were going to jail. You were always going to jail. You were always committing fraud. You knew you were committing fraud. Mm -hmm. And he's going to jail for securities fraud. Mm -hmm. Because people are saying like, too, like, well, why isn't Ja Rule in jail? Ja Rule didn't commit securities fraud. Right. Um, and I I think that... In a way, I,
3: Ja Rule got scammed, too. He he's did, an investor, and he invested money into something. And he and, lost it. And he lost his money. So he's just as a, a victim in the situation, kind of.
0: Well, I I don't think that... I don't think that... I think Ja was believing in Billy like everybody else, right. is what I think was happening. There's, And I think it's interesting that people said, oh, he has to be... Caught up, and I'm like, yo, all these other people were involved in orchestrating this situation, and why are y'all focused on him being the one who's not on the up? And yeah, up? I, admit it, I I
3: started thinking that too. I was like, everybody was a little hard on Jaro and I was like, I think Jawar just, just he was he he saw an opportunity, invested a bunch of money, played his part, but I, I mean. He kept himself well, out of the details, well, which is what a lot of celebrity faces
1: or spokespeople do. They, they collect their check. They collect their check and move on. But I you, mean,
0: he was on the beach with supermodels living life like yeah. he was having a ball. But, yeah. you
1: know, it's to me, that's a bigger conversation that needs to happen because if it's you're representing something, you're endorsing something and not only that you're talking about it in a public way like you know you're the you're the genius mind behind this mm. you know it's it's uh, that's a problem that i have in real life yeah. with people that like to take like to take credit for the hard work that other people do They want the credit when it's good, and then they and then they they want.
3: If it it had been a a roaring success, he would have wanted that credit. mm -hmm,
1: You see what I'm saying? And that's and that's a bigger problem. Now, if it was a legit endorsement deal where they just paid you to act this way, but I don't think it was that. I think it was a real partnership to some degree. So that's so so. Just from that perspective of like, yo, you were ready to take all the fame and the glory for this thing when it was moving in an upward trajectory. And now you know, you want the disassociation with it? I don't I don't agree with that. Like you got to die on the sword that you're carrying, you know. Uh, and 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 that's that's a bigger conversation that just needs to happen, even in you know, and even in a more scaled down spaces, you know. What did
3: he say? He was like, "It's not fraud. It's <laughs> yeah, he tried to. I was like, wire. yo, I was like, boy, yeah. I, I need you. man. He, that was funny. He put on
1: his janitor hat. He was like, no, it's not fraud." It's false advertising. <laughs> we need to spin this. Well, yeah. do you...
5: Like, could you see... Like, with um, Wolf of Wall Street, like, Jordan Belfort, could you see, like, a Billy McFarlane, like, biopic about Firefest Fest being, like, a good movie?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I, I think it has all the ingredients. I, mm-hmm. I think, I think that's we why we even this, care about yeah,
0: it. Yeah, I think if we can make the social network and make that situation interesting, we could yeah. definitely yeah. make a Billy McFarlane biopic interesting.
1: Far more. And I, I'll say, man, the, the kid is really... The kid is, this is the juxtaposition that I find with a lot of criminals, right? Fucking talented. He's not as smart as he thinks he is, though. not as smart as he thinks he is, but he is, he is a lot smarter than we give him credit for, though.
0: No, I think he's very smart. He's evil. He's. I wouldn't use the word genius. I think he's very smart. He's just, he's not as calculating as he would need to be to pull it off and, and with no dirt on him.
1: Right, right. And sec-
0: the way that he committed securities fraud was, like, really, really stupid. So he just lied. It was just like very easy to like,
1: you don't yeah, right. have the things you said you had. Well, that's the importance of a good team. It's like you got to have somebody on the legal side of things that really understands what's happening. But in his right, in terms of marketing and branding, I I, I would say, I mean, genius is, I don't want to just use it loosely, but he really, in order to be able to scam other influencers, that is that that's that's not easy to do, right? He yeah, just ta- like, he just
0: tapped into their need to their FOMO. That's it. He y- tapped into their FOMO. It's like <gasps> Gigi Hadid and, and Chanel Iman are there, like
1: sure, but even you have to have a certain presence to be able to do that. Yeah, that's what you, I you was impressed. I'm like getting Bella Hadid in it. They paid her. In, yeah. in a video? and Emily Ratajkowski. Or yeah, how do yeah. you pronounce? And name? they're the type too that
3: sometimes you got to have money and you have to have. Presence, like they don't. Just, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure that they will take a certain blank check. Sure, but like they, they're at a level where like you gotta. It's got to be something beneficial for them, and it's got to be financial. Right. So like to get them in the video,
1: oh, that I was impressed. But you, you know what? The modeling gig. You know what yeah. though, and which the, is
0: why Chanelle mom was like, "I'm not getting that fucking water."
1: He, he, <laughs> he's the ultimate confidence man. You know, yeah. people forget that con man is, you know, short for confidence man, and 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 that to me. He, you know, he's like a. He, I'm gonna tell you who needs to direct the movies Christopher Nolan. Like, <laughs> if, if there is a biopic that comes out about him, Christopher Nolan definitely needs to fucking direct it because that's what all his shit is about. Is I could see Adam
5: McKay doing it too.
1: Yeah, yeah. that would yeah. be a good one. That would be a good one. So l- let's just talk real quick. Uh, and Lizzie, this may be a conversation more for me and you about the the pros and cons. Like, a lot of people's questions were if I'm gonna watch one, which one should I watch? You know what I mean? Like, there's like a, like Netflix or Hulu. Um, and I and and I feel like we need to give them a little bit of nutrients of
4: okay
0: what,
1: what's good there.
0: I'd say that the Netflix one really talked more about um, how it affected the local economy and the people there. Mm-hmm. It's like Hulu talked about it, but you didn't really see that restaurant owner and right. That's the one where she ended up getting her money back, praise God. Um, yeah. it, I guess like it doubled what she actually lost. Sure, but. Um, you didn't really see that. They didn't really talk to the people on the island as much. They had like a guy in Hulu who was like a bartender somewhere. But he was just kind of laughing, like yeah, he's that was bad guy. That was
1: the same guy for the Netflix one, wasn't it? Uh-uh. Oh, that wasn't. They a- just looked alike. Oh, very much alike. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. it was
0: two different guys. Okay. Um. And, but for as far as Hulu goes, I did if you watch the Netflix one, it like lets you walk away kind of feeling like Corey. I I definitely understand why he would walk away feeling like that. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, he just couldn't, he just overpromised. And it's like, when you watch the Hulu one, it it definitely shows you a pattern and it doesn't like do the big reveal at the end. Oh, he committed securities fraud. It showed you like the whole time. This is what people were seeing in social media. And this is what was going on behind the scenes. Right. As opposed to like the big reveal at the end.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, yeah, I agree. I think um, if you had to choose one, Hulu, Hulu to me, it was it was. I think the Netflix one was produced in terms of like tech technical wise a little bit. It was better. glossier. Yeah, it was glossier. You know, it, I think it catered more to. The, the demographic that it was aiming to hit. Which is the um, one
0: fuck Jerry knows about. It's that influencer.
1: Right. Crowd, yeah. But the Netflix one was just so nutrient dense to, like Lizzie said, to who this guy actually was um, underneath the veils. The multiple veils that he presented himself with. Because, uh, again, man, I think Magnesis was... That was a, that's a brilliant idea, man. That he
0: just, did, he didn't have the network behind it to make it happen he in a way. He just didn't. Yeah, I mean, all of it's a brilliant idea if he had, re- if he could execute it, you know what I mm-hmm. mean, on the up and up, they're all good ideas. Yeah.
1: I, I tell you, man, I, oh, for the girlfriend, I just don't understand it, man, like the, that you know, so, did you get the vibe? Because they, okay, so they introduced his girlfriend in the mm-hmm. Hulu one. Like, they actually, mm-hmm. like, interviewed her and stuff like that. And then I think even at the end of the documentary, she got a call from him. Mm-hmm. Um, just, like, very much like the Netflix one yeah. where he got the call from mm-hmm. Billy while he was doing the interview, which, to me, that's just funny on both levels. Mm-hmm. You know, You're in both sitting documentaries. on the phone like a
0: dude in jail, like a regular
1: dude like in jail. Like a regular dude in jail. <laughs> um, so, they introduced this girlfriend figure who, I, I, I can't really understand. I didn't really get a firm grasp on her position. Does is she still like like I'm with him, but I know he's a scammer, or does she still believe the like there's he's not really culpable and he's like he's I a think victim.
0: I think she's in love. He's a very charming guy, and yeah. obviously he can charm the the socks off of dudes. I'm sure he can charge the panties off of women very right. easily. Um, and then too, she she. Where was she from? She was from somewhere else. She seems
1: like Sweden or something like yeah,
0: that. Yeah, she's, she's, she seemed European. So yeah. It was just kind of like, I think, like, she just wasn't necessarily exposed in a way that, you know, you recognize another American who's just like, mm, whatever. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> Whereas, you know, like, people can come over here from Germany or whatever, France, and it's like, oh, it's the French guy. But right. another Frenchman would be
1: like, what the fuck? So just to just to kind of double back to something you just said, in our widow's episode, you talked about Jatem's character being unfuckable as a bad guy. And you said, we have to, you know, I mean, your bad was, guy has to be fuckable. fuckable. Yeah. Is Billy McFarlane fuckable? Absolutely. Okay.
0: He's not my taste, but I, see, I can I mean, see why can a woman see. would want
1: to fuck him. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. And he's it, not scary. Right, right. Did anybody else see like a strikingly res- striking resemblance yeah, a to Seth uh, MacFarlane? McFar- <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, I was then, like, "Yo, they're related." Yeah, they must be. If they-,
0: they are related, like Seth is like, "Don't put my name oh. in this bullshit." Oh. It'd be
3: funny if the biopic has Seth McFarlane just for shits and giggles. That would be great.
1: <laughs> that oh, now I want to see it happen.
3: They, you know what they would do? They'd spin it in a in a funny way, like have Seth McFarlane direct it, and it's like Seth McFarlane as. Billy McFarlane, <laughs> right? <laughs> like they would, they would play on that and the fact that they look alike. Like they would, that would make that a thing. I has think he commented they really on should. the fact
0: that they look alike at all? I that makes know. me think of something too. Cool. He's been
3: quiet lately in his career, I think. Well, you've got the Orville. Said, yeah. Yeah.
5: Orville. Yeah,
1: Orville. Is that any good? I keep hearing it's, it's actually it. pretty decent. I mean, my mm-hmm. wife loves it, yeah. but you know—I
3: don't doubt it's probably funny. I'm, I'm sure there's moments where you will laugh.
1: Well, they say that there's a lot of they, it, he injects a lot of like real life situations into mm-hmm. like this Star y looking mm-hmm. backdrop. I'm surprised that you don't. This looks like right up your alley, Martin the Orville. Nah,
5: not really Fox stuff. I don't think I can't think of the
1: last show I watched on Fox. Really, I I can't think of. Any Fox shows to be able to comment on that. Yeah. I don't even know what's
0: on Fox right now. Yeah. I mean, like, I've, I don't know what's on radio I've, television. I fell yeah. off from Fox like Married with Children and Living Color and Time. Live in like, color, I stopped yeah. watching rock after that. Like, I don't even know. Oh, you oh. never
5: watched Family Guy or The Cleveland Show? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. No, I made it up until the like high school because I watched Family Guy, I watched X-Files. Yeah. X-Files. X-Files is X-Files? Fox? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. I did
1: watch that when it came back.
0: No, I and I'm and I'm thinking, am I exaggerating? I'm like, no, I'm not. I stopped watching like way back then, like House of Buggin'. Like I don't even know.
1: <laughs> you remember Fridays when they used to have like like TGIF Fridays yeah. on th- yeah. and, like, yeah. Family Matters and Step by Step, which that was ABC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, what type of world were we living in where Friday night was like
3: a night for television? You were a yeah, child. It was like, amazing, yeah. But what were I know we were all children, but like we that means adults were home, like. Like yo, I gotta be home on a Friday night. I think like,
0: that the the like yeah. average American didn't have access to nightclubs in the same way that people did in big cities.
3: Even bars. Yeah. I mean, going out for dinner and, and drinks like that's still a a thing that's that's I, always. Been I it. guess yeah. if
0: you have date night, but that was those shows were geared towards families, and I guess like yeah. the families. expectation is yeah. that you're home with your kids. I'm home on Fridays. Yeah, I I'm mean not. now um, <laughs>
3: nowadays, I mean I I am home on Fridays more than I was back then. Yeah, I, I think mean, it's but, different
0: when you have a family though. Like you got kids to. I mean, yeah. I just you, think that's
3: interesting because that, there's a clear market that that was a successful night of television. Where and I used to watch it. faithfully. It, I'd get excited for it. Yeah. Now it's Fridays a dead zone. So. Yeah, that that's a, well, television's that's different in general.
0: So. I'd watch. What was it used to come on? It was. Um, Full House would come on, and then Family Matters, mm-hmm. and then whatever. Step, step, by, step. by step. Step mm-hmm. by step. Boy Meets World. That the, came in later. That came in later. I don't remember what the last one was. I want to say like Perfect Strangers was part of it at one point, too. Mm,
1: perfect oh, Perfect Strangers was like the 80s, wasn't it? Yeah, perfect Family S- Matters is Strangers. a spinoff
0: of Perfect Strangers. I am full of this kind of trivia. Really? Wow. Uh-huh. I never knew that. Harriet was an elevator operator in the office where Larry and Balky worked.
1: Yo, wow. that's why. I never knew that. And she was still an elevator operator and, and no, in members? No, she was a stay-at-home, stay-at-home mom. mom at that yeah, point because Carl
0: had 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 become an officer on the force.
1: So the so cop salary could do that, huh? Yeah. In the
0: in the in 80s. Chicago? Yeah. The 80s in Chicago. Well, like think about the original iteration of Roseanne. Like they were factory workers and they they worked like yeah. regular jobs and they could buy a house and stuff. You Yo. could do that in the 80s. You can't and it was realistic. You can't do that now.
1: Fam. Was Peggy Bundy a stay-at-home mom? -hmm. And how Bunny was a shoe salesman? Yeah,
3: (laughs) with four kids. That show that they only had two, but that show was not meant to be
0: realistic. Uh, They the the whole point of we're way on a tangent, but the whole point of Married with Children is that it was not the Cosby Show. They felt like the Cosby Show was like the original title of that show was not the Cosbys. That's funny. Yeah, so they wanted the polar opposite of what the Cosby Show was. Oh man,
1: Uh, Married with Children doesn't get enough. Like
0: it was a very good show. Yeah, it was
1: hilarious. It
0: wouldn't work now though. It would not fly.
1: I don't um, know. It might fly more than ever.
0: But I but after that went off, I used to watch Showtime at the Apollo. And then if my mom didn't like come smack me and make me go to bed, I'd watch Arsenio Hall on All Friday right. nights.
1: Yeah. I mean the fact that Roseanne was doing well to me lets me know that there's still a market. You know she fucked up a good thing. But
0: no, I mean there's... no. The Connors comes on; as a number one show on ABC right now. There you now. go.
1: So I mean, which means how they didn't need her.
0: Though. We love John Goodman <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> and Sarah Gilbert real. that much. We and Lori Metcalf, like the three of them, watch them forever.
1: Do any? Do you watch the Connors?
0: Um, I always mean to. Yeah, I, I I know why people watch it. When right. the commercials come, I'm, I'm I care about those characters. And interestingly enough, the show does still. I've watched it a few times without her. Mm-hmm. It still worked without her.
1: Well, did they kill her off or how? What? Yeah, she like
0: she died of like up. an opioid oh. overdose. Oh, damn. <laughs> they, no, gave the opioid they gave her the white death. They gave her the white death. But didn't in the
3: original run of Roseanne they killed off John Goodman? Too? Dan died. Yeah. So how did Dan put, make it back? They it's, just
0: kind of they just the kind re-animator. of like they they just, just, didn't even. They They just just kind of like made it a joke, and they were like, "Whatever, he's just back. We're not even gonna explain it." But in the original one, she, his character, lived through the story. Yeah. But on the very last episode, it was like a dream or something. No, she's writing a book Book, about her life, Mm. and then at the end, she says what really happened. So she, like, um, Darlene was really with um, Mark, and David was really with Becky. And so she didn't see them as making sense in real life. So in her book, she made them the opposite.
3: Nice. Oh, shout out to heroin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But nice. that, I
0: mean, it, the show works. But again, I think people loved the other people on the show mm-hmm. more than they cared about her. And I think, well, I mean, it's obvious now. Like, And that that was my thing. That was my my lament after Roseanne came back. Because I was actually excited for it. And then when I saw what it was, I was like, I'm good on this. Um, I
3: always thought Roseanne was really annoying. Like she Her is. voice and her kind of stature and the way she, she is I feel the same way about Margaret
0: Cho like they're the same person in my mind but mm-hmm. um, it's it's interesting because as soon as I heard it got canceled I was like not my Laurie Metcalf and my John Goodman I love them All Right. and we yeah right back. speaking of John Goodman is in Black Earth Rising oh, on um yeah, saw. on Netflix, which I thought was really weird because I'm like all these British British people, and then John Goodman. And John Goodman.
1: Um, but he is where is John Goodman from? He may be <laughs> whole no, time. No, he's definitely
0: American in that oh. movie. He's Southern oh, okay, as hell. Okay. Southern.
1: <laughs> I heard he's kind of a dick. I heard that from like yeah, a makeup artist. I that he's we a were, dick. Yeah, I yeah. remember we were. Yeah, we oh, were we heard the, from the same lady. Yeah, we were in the yeah. same room.
3: Yeah. Yep. Okay. He I want to know uh, where he's He was from, born yeah. in. He was born in St. Louis, Missouri.
0: Oh, well, he's not southern, but that's like southern adjacent. That's that's like being yeah, southern. southern.
1: In yeah. Missouri's in Midwest. Uh, yeah, I think I think, but people they're southern. People not, maybe yeah, he, that's like it southern. doesn't say where he
3: lived as a child. He was just born in. I mean, I was born in Texas, but I'm not from Texas. Right.
1: Yeah, so, that's true. Fair enough. Um, to talk about black uh, black earth. Was it black earth rising? Right? Black earth rising yeah. is
0: is. M- Michaela Cole's latest and is not a comedy. Right. I don't know what that musical thing was that she tried to do in between chewing gum and this. And um, Netflix actually, obviously, just has checks for Michaela Cole, so she can do whatever the hell she wants. Nice. I'm I'm not mad at that. Um, chewing gum started off apparently as like a one woman show or something to that effect, and then it became the television series that was. Did any of y'all watch Chewing Gum? You watched it, Martin? Yeah, I watched, I think, the first season. Did you like it? It's only two seasons. It's over. So um, if you watch the second season, that's the conclusion. She said she's not bringing it back.
5: I I, I kind of liked it. I mean, I think it's just, a, It's just, I'm just American. So like some British shows hit with me. Some other British shows don't. just don't. Yeah. Like their style of comedy and stuff. Um,
0: That, that it wasn't dry humor. It was very yeah. fun. It was This show was funny to me. There were certain points of it where it just got stupid. And I just was like, this isn't my humor. But so much of it was funny. Um, her mom is like the funniest one on the show, to me. Her mom and her sister. Um, but in Black Earth Rising, it's it's more of a serious role that she has, and it's actually about the 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 modern aftermath of the Rwandan genocide, mm.
4: um,
0: and all and all of the all of the um, major developed com- countries and how they were involved in what happened. Mm. Um, and it's told through the lens of Michaela Cole's character's name is Kate Ashby, whose mother is like um, a barrister in the international court um, who had adopted her, a white woman. And then she just goes left. But it's very good. It's very it's very interesting to see how all these people relate to each other. Um, I'm always interested in Tales of the Diaspora um, because you have all these Afro-British actresses who, who you know, obviously someone who was not disconnected from their culture through slavery like African Americans are. Right. They can they can tell you more about an African experience
1: than we could.
0: Than we could, and it's 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 just different. Yeah. They have a they have a different relationship to Africa. So I'm always very like fascinated by that. Yeah. It by how much access they have, even yeah. though they lived they live in like you know. Um, countries that are, you know, European, I guess. Yeah. Um, But it has all these also actors who are African. I don't, I actually think Michaela Cole's Ghanaian. I don't think she's Rwandan. I don't know how many of the actors are Rwandan. I didn't do all that research. And gotcha. It's other African actors that I've seen in other things where they've played people from all countries. I don't know where they're from.
1: <laughs> so, So there's nothing comical about this.
0: I mean it has funny moments. It has funny moments, okay. Um and
1: the reason why I asked that is because like when I look at her I just can't I, it, she just has like a comical disposition. Yeah, like not he, in she's this always movie. about to say something funny. Yeah, yeah, like she's not always in reverse, this movie. not on this at all.
0: No, this she this is just straight. And this
1: is a limited series, right? Yeah, this so it's like, just
0: one season. It's a mini series. Well, it's like 5-6 episodes.
1: It's 8 episodes. Eight.
0: It's 8.
1: Is it is it pretty bingeable like once you get in there you kind of yeah, like Yeah, it's pretty
0: bingeable. But it has the pacing of a British drama. Which is okay. considerably slower Right. and it's a lot less melodramatic mm. than an American um, drama. It's also very complicated. You have to really be
1: paying attention. Oh, so I can't do the typical, I'm editing while I'm watching this? No. <laughs> All right. Negative. Do, there do we know there's, that?
0: That's something that I noticed about, I think, like the first British miniseries that I watched was like Band of Gold. Mm. Um, there's so much going on, and then like seven days, was it five days? The one with David Ayellowe, where his stepdaughter gets kidnapped. Anyway,
3: never even heard of it. Let's see, mystery show.
0: It's a mystery. You saw it?
3: No, I'm just saying it's a mystery. It's show. a mystery. None of us, no, none of us know what you're talking about. Oh, so these know. are <laughs>
0: these are these are these are British things that came to America. So like Top of the Lake. Right. There's always a lot of. I watch a lot of British television. I just, I think that. I've said that a million times, but I think like you're, I'm looking at all of your faces, like no, she wasn't fucking joking. Like I really do. Oh, yeah. But there's you. You have to if you like British dramas, you will like this. If you like things that are more fast paced, simpler stories, you will probably not like this. But British British miniseries and dramas tend to be very complicated, very many subplots. They all are very tidy at the end, which is the thing that American dramas don't do so good all the time. You don't have any questions when you finish those, though. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would. I would. They're slow though. The
1: well, pacing is slow. Just uh, kind of on but off the subject, more off um, while we're on British dramas, man. When when is Luther season 5 going to be accessible to us? <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> Has
1: it come out? Yeah, it's 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 played in I'm sure you London. How long ago? London acquire it. Oh, maybe like t- What is this, February now? Uh-huh. I think the top of this year. I think January.
0: Oh, so well then it will it will it'll be on Netflix then. They yeah. always do that. They air it on British television and then sure. a few weeks go and they put it on Netflix. Speaking but they slow, did that with Marcella and I'm like, "Where's Marcella?" I, yeah, and now Marcella's like, no, stupid, so I don't even want to.
3: Right. Speaking of slow pacing, is anybody finding that True Detective is kind of slow? It's super
0: slow it's this so, time. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, I think season 1 was This to me is pretty much mimicking the arc of season 1 mm-hmm. damn near to a T. Mm-hmm.
0: So
3: like I don't. It's like after I've watched episodes one through three, I'm kind of like, okay, whoa, well, what, what, what happened? Oh, like, if, oh it feels like you no, didn't
1: see episode four. Oh no. no, it ends on a showdown. Okay, it ends on a, it. We don't see it, but I think episode five is going to mm-hmm. is going to come in swinging. I fell
0: asleep on episode four, so I have to go
3: back and watch. Oh, it. the end
1: of episode four is crazy. I don't, I don't hate it, but I'm like, I'm like, all
3: right, guys, like, where are we going with this? Like, we're just well,
1: talking. I'm finding myself being invested in the. This mystery, you know, like mm-hmm. I want to know, like who abducted, who abducted this yeah. girl, man? Like, why are they
0: messing with this native man? Yeah,
1: <laughs> why? Oh, yeah. Watch, the, watch in the episode four, dog. It is no. all real. So,
0: yeah. so, uh, and 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 staying on True Detective, but kind of mm-hmm. tying up um, Black Earth Rising. The pacing is very similar. Mm-hmm. And it's got all these subplots in the same way, but they do all come together the same way that they do in True Detective. So if you like True Detective, you'll probably like Black Earth Rising. Uh,
1: I put it, it's on my list for sure. Um, um, where you were? Were you gonna say something else? No, it's True I, I'm
0: so True Detective. I I love Carmen Ejogo. Mm-hmm. I watch her juggle basketballs. I don't. Doesn't matter what she's doing. I'm watching her. I'm with you. Um, why is she not in Black Panther? That's weird to me. Her, well, I guess well light skin. It's fine. I'll take it. Um, <laughs> I mean,
3: why would she be? You're...
0: She's Afro British. <laughs> Her and Tandy Newton yeah. are the two
1: that. Oh, everybody I else is okay. Afro British.
3: Is
0: oh. is yeah, they're out oh. there, but yeah. you know, yeah, I, I'm I'm dialing it back. They're light like, skinned, They don't need to be in Wakanda. Um, That's funny. I'd like to see them there. Hint That's hint. funny. But um,
1: Black Panther two, it's coming. It's definitely coming.
0: Carmen um, mm-hmm. Ajogo in this one is a mystery to me. I thought she was one person, and then she ends up like. It's almost like her characters in the different her character in the different time periods is two different people. Does anyone else feel like that? No, you I, feel like I, she's the same person. Yes,
1: I don't. She's, I get what you're saying. She I,
0: started I, off one way, and then like,
1: what one way did she start off?
0: She's like, as the teacher, she's just very like caring, mothering type, and then it's just kind of like, oh, no, you're very complex. No,
1: see, okay, that's you got to listen to the conversations that her. And um and um Mahershala's character are having like at the dinner conversations. No,
0: I remember. She, I know what you're talking about. She but gives that you came a in lot like... of
1: backstory of just how basically how like um she's with the wind, man. You know what I mean? Like she's she she has spirit. a very journeyful spirit, and like she just kind of ended up here at this teaching job. But this is this is no dimension of who she is for real. She she's very inquisitive she's very like get her hands dirty like she wants to be in the grind and i think that's what her that's what the the little bit of conversations that they do have that she reveals about her character that's what it gives me is that she's she's with the shit period no matter what it is we want to travel to Cali tomorrow and do some drugs let's go you know what i'm saying like i guess i
3: think that maybe i maybe I'm, i can't speak for you but the it, it feels like sh- you're right like but she's there's been some conversation where they jump ahead in the future and it's like, she's really invested in the story. Like she wrote a book about it. She like, I think she's maybe you're implying that like, she's now so much invested in this story. Whereas he is still a little, like he's kind of maybe almost trying to distance himself from it. Whereas she has probably spent the last couple years, like really, really getting involved in it.
0: Yes. That. And I think that at the, at the, because obviously there's three timelines, right? The middle mm-hmm. timeline, you because she, mm-hmm. she's not in the third one. Um, right, she passed. Yeah, the middle in the middle timeline, I think that you see her really growing into the woman that she wants to be, right. and so like where you see where you start and you see where you end up, and it's kind of like whoa. And I I relate to that because right. you think about yourself at one age and another age, and you're two different people, but like. It's just amazing to me because I feel like Mahershala Ali is almost playing three characters too. Like, see, you know I, what I mean? don't.
3: I actually disagree. He's
0: he's he's no. This is what I'm saying. He's the same person, and he keeps that same person, but but there are things about him that are different because he's at different points in his life.
1: So so t- this is what I'm gathering from it. What I'm gathering from it, the second, and I'm, I get this a lot from the middle storyline, is that he likes to function in a very solo capacity. Right, that's what he did in the, in the mm-hmm. Vietnam. He hunted. He was. He likes to, He likes to. He just works things out better that way. And then he had a partner that was equally yoked as him. And I feel like what happened in the second storyline is he didn't assert himself the same way because he let the ego of what she was doing. Like if he had worked with her, I, I think he would have solved this. I think she knows what the fuck happened. You know what I'm saying? And I think that like he 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 didn't read the book. Yeah. Because he was too, like, upset about how much personal information was there. I think she pretty much connected all the dots. And he never... He he separated his home life and his work life so much that if he just would have, like, fell into well, I think her embrace, I think he would have solved this. And I think, I think, I think the guilt of that ate at his memory. You know what I'm saying? Has, like, has eaten... I think it's starting to eat at him that, like, like yo, there was so much on the table that I didn't look at because... I let the fact that my wife, mm-hmm. who has had so much information about this and the way it was acquired, like it's it's like he he was almost territorial about his his profession, you know, like yo, you can't be no fucking, mm-hmm. you can't be a better detective than me, dog. Like that's not what this well, is.
3: I looked at it as like when they had that argument about when she was she was so excited about finding information, and, right? And I think. He, I think he said something along the lines, like, yo, this, this ain't a fucking game. This ain't a fucking joke. Right? Like, you know, this is something that really has an impact. And him being from the Vietnam and being a police officer, like, I'm like, I kind of get what he's saying. He's like, for you, this is a book. This is a, this is a fun little video game. Like, you're trying to solve it. He's like, this is some real shit that affects people. And I think he's too invested in the job. And he, you're right, he has put up a boundary. Because, well, but I think he maybe only lets certain people in. Like you gotta you you get you get in if you're a police officer, or you're a military. But if you're just a journalist, like you don't get to come and participate. So in I, how I feel about this,
1: I agree with you. Mm. I think he wants to be the one to solve it. Mm. Yeah, you, you find yeah. that uh, you see this a lot when like somebody wants to be. I had this conversation with Chris the other day, man. Mm. With beans, shout out to beans. Sometimes when you put yourself when people present themselves like wanting to be the first to do something, mm-hmm. you know, you can spiral yourself into a depression if somebody else beats you to that because your goal is never really, it's not that you want the result it's that you want to be the one that gets the result. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes you have to like, you have to readjust your goals to be the bigger picture, which is, yo know, we want to bring, we want to bring closure to this family. You know, and therefore you're not in com- competition with who figures it out first. I think he was legit in competition with his wife,
3: and 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 I, don't, and, and I, don't I disagree with you. But.
1: I mean, and yeah. and, I, and I'm totally and I'm totally just I'm throwing spaghetti at the wall here, just of of how it's being presented and looking at the three people that he is, or that you know that he, that he has presented himself to be. I just think that he did get totally too personally invested in it in the okay. first story. The second story is because he was so personally invested in it, he didn't – and he wanted – he put the pressure on himself to solve it. He didn't want to open himself to the possibility that there's more information out there that was outside of his grasp, which was in, right there in front of him, his wife. And then the, the culmination of that is in the third period, the, uh, the, the third uh, time segment, we have this young journalist – who was saying that there was shit that was obvious that was missed. Yeah. Now, is it because you were black, you yeah. know, on the police force, or like, you know, she's kind of hitting on things that's starting to strike a nerve, and he's not totally grasping it because there's a there's information that obviously he's losing, you know, just an old age. I think too he's
3: you know, I obviously in in the second in the second storyline, this has impacted him, you know, in such a dramatic like the scene at the Walmart or the yes. supermarket. Right. This is this has caused damage to him right. and i think he i think he has a kind of a fuck you attitude to everyone else because it's like yo i have now I, my life is forever changed yeah. in a in possibly a negative way right. and you as a journalist get to you get to ask all these smart ass questions and imply that i didn't do my job or something like that like how dare you like i have i've committed my life to this i've now taken wounds from this right and how dare you you know and the same thing with his wife like you know you think this is a game and this is something that's just fun for you and this is this is not fun for me right so i mean it's impactful i don't i think it's just the misinterpretation of an event from people who are inside and people who are outside that that's that and
1: that's Mm -hmm. a fair point um and 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 you're right i do see the you know I, i i don't think it's fair to say that I don't think it's fair for if he is passing that judgment saying you're just Mm -hmm. a journalist, you're just that, you don't have the same onus in the situation as Mm -hmm. I do. I don't think that's fair, you know, because, you know, I think people can be invested in things without having that personal attachment. You know, I think people can care about things without, you know, Mm -hmm. letting it stress their life out, you know, so, but I I just think it's a good character study of somebody who's extremely passionate about what they do, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, and how that affects the world around them when they get fixated on one thing. I, I, I'm sorry. I know we went on this long conversation about it. Have you been keeping up with it, Jesse?
2: No, but Should I kind of want to get into it. So how, how would you guys say uh, season three compares to season one? Like, would you say it's better?
5: I think Could, season one's the best mm-hmm. to me. It's,
3: it's It doesn't... Season two, you, you started to know something was off really early. Mm-hmm. Like, you were like, ah, something's not right here. Mm-hmm. I haven't had that feeling with season three. Mm-hmm. So I can't compare it to season one, but I don't feel... Worry, I'm not worried. Okay, two. I think by episode two or three, we were like, we were scratching our heads, like, ah, I don't know what's happening here.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, because we haven't seen the conclusion of season three yet. So, mm-hmm. just depending on how it wraps itself up, I'd have a better mm-hmm. answer to that. But I will say, I like this story better than I liked, and I like the idea of what true detective was when it came out the gate swinging in season one. Mm-hmm. But n- now that it's kind of firmed itself up and 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 lived in the marketplace, mm-hmm. I like this story better in mm-hmm. season three than it because it just has so many more layers. Mm-hmm. Um but, but season one
3: came out in like 2014. Like my memory, I don't I, I'm just having a hard time remembering it. That's crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I think what True Detective initially brought to the table was just very unique. Mm-hmm. You know, um you know just this very grit to the bone. I mean to me I remember having these conversations with you Mark when it first came out I was like I kind of like the killing better. You know, oh, yeah. and, I, and I felt like the True Detective was a derivative of the Killing. Mm-hmm. The, the Killing, the first two seasons were amazing to me. You know, um, you know, and I feel like True Detective kind of went on the heels of the Killing, mm. and 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 I think it is shaping itself up to be very, very, very a very good season, season three. But I I, I, I suggest you watch it.
5: I think it's strongest when they do like Nick Pizzolatto and um in a director like for the whole season because mm-hmm. it's like. One basically one kind of like single vision like there's checks and balances, mm-hmm. and I guess with season two, like one of the criticisms is he had like the most power in that situation. I think he tried to give up a little bit of power now with mm-hmm. the first two episodes, which I think are the best ones. Mm-hmm. But now, it, like after the first two episodes, just switches directors, so he yeah, has a lot more power. So I, personally, I I would prefer it if Sanye stayed on for the whole time, but he he didn't.
1: That'd have, if Songye stayed on I can guarantee there would have been a crazy shootout there just oh, would have yeah. been a crazy you know <laughs> yeah. well not yeah. saying that it still won't happen cause the way season the way episode 4 ends yeah it's crazy we know something's coming um so off True Detective though anything anything else new?
5: No? um with me I'm there's a few shows on my radar because uh just remembering being like a kid and stuff I, I liked a lot of like creator owned comics from guys like Mark Millar Garth Ennis, like I know why the Last Man is like in the works now or whatever, but um right now I'm watching Deadly Class. It was a comic by Rick Remender that I really liked. Um, I think Netflix is coming out with Umbrella Academy. That's also like an indie comic that was kind of cool. It's kind of like X Men in a way.
1: Umbrella does it, does it have anything to do with Umbrella from, uh, from nah, Resident not, Evil? not Resident Evil. Well, nah, okay.
3: I think they are doing uh, a Resident uh, Evil TV show. Yeah, yeah they are. it looks yeah. decent. the twelve-year-old version of me is very excited
5: very excited yeah Yeah. and there's another show uh, called The Boys which is that was a comic by Garth Ennis Garth Ennis wrote uh, Preacher
4: Mm. because
5: of course he like he went to Catholic school I guess when he, he, I think he's from Scotland or whatever and he hated like church and Catholic school so he made Preacher to be like this very like blasphemous kind of satire about religion and stuff like that and The Boys is kind of him doing that with superheroes like he's a comic writer that doesn't really like superheroes that much so interesting he kind of just makes fun of like Batman and Superman and like these really gross, grotesque like ways and stuff like that. And it's kind of like Watchmen in a sense because the people, the characters in the book basically like are like a CIA organization that watches superheroes. But it's it's like a really dark and funny book. So I'm interested to see it because uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, they kind of, they didn't, they produced it, but I think Eric Kripke, the guy who did uh, Supernatural, that show, he's like the showrunner, and I think it's coming out on Amazon. So those three shows are kind of like on my radar, and I hope I hope one of them is good, because Deadly Class is not as good as the comic to me. Mm. So I, I hope one of
1: those other ones are. So you're saying they've all been greenlit for shows, or?
5: Um. Yeah, The Boys is coming out on Amazon, I don't know when it's coming out, because Seth Rogen put a, a trailer out that looks pretty decent. It has Carl Urban, the guy from... Yeah, um, Carl Urban. Yeah, uh, Dread. Dread, yeah. I like, I like him. Yeah, I like him, too. Yeah. He's got some...
3: He's got a fun career. Yeah. He's got a really interesting career. Yeah, right. he does.
5: Yeah, and I guess Ellen Page stars in Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, And uh, I guess Jeffrey... I think is I forgot his name. The guy who who's like Wong from... um. Doctor Strange, like the uh, I forgot the Asian guy from Doctor Strange. He's in Deadly Class oh, on gosh. Sci-Fi, so I'm kind of like watching those three shows to see which one is good. Yeah, because I liked all those comics when I was young, nice. and I never ever thought they would actually be made into TV shows. Yeah. They're
0: just tossing money at people now. Okay. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. some over here. <laughs> you, got a, you got a comic deal.
5: book? Boom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. like Mark. They bought up uh, all of Mark Millar's comics. Mark Millar, he did uh, Wanted. Um, Oh that like it was it movie. Was, yeah, but the comic was basically about like supervillains and stuff. So they brought up like his entire like oh, yeah, biography. I wanted is the one with Angelina Jolie and Jay Maxvoy. Yeah. Um,
0: okay. And
1: Morgan Freeman.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's and weird. bullets. <laughs> yeah. So I shot a yeah, bullet. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's just weird seeing all these comics. I mean, I'm. I hope they stay around. I hope there's not like a, there's not like a point where people are like, no, we don't need this stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. I hope they get as many of these out because they're comics that I never thought would be like made into anything. Nice. So it's kind of cool to see them.
1: Was Atomic Blonde a comic? Um, I
5: don't. I it might have been. Okay. It might have been. I don't know if it was or not. I think it might have been though.
1: It, se- it seems like just the way it was kind of presented feels yeah real graphic very stylish. stylish yeah. Of, yeah,
3: I watched it, but I forgot I watched it. It's a very forgettable, very forgettable. Yeah, I,
1: but but you know what? I really like uh, uh Charlize Theron in that mm. in that capacity, man. I, you know, I I re- talk about a career that I never saw going the way that it went.
3: Yeah, you I know, that. I,
1: the first time I saw her was Devil's Advocate. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then just. The the constant progression Mm -hmm. Every time she takes a role She has an amazing career And she has a really good I've been on this binge Of just watching Like the Hollywood reporters And Mm -hmm. those variety Actors on actors Um Uh She did a really good one Her and Michael B. Jordan Did a really good one Um
5: and, and Yeah, I saw and, I saw a clip of them talking about Black Panther and how it was like meant a lot for her as
1: being an African woman. Yes, <laughs> that was a really good conversation, yeah. man. I, I'm gonna tell you, man, I really like this Timothy Chalamet kid off that stuff that I've been watching, man. He's oh, a yeah. he's dope. I like this kid, man. Yeah, um, it makes me really want to see Beautiful Boy, but anyway, so okay, dope shit, Martin. Yeah. Um. You, you you been on anything? Jesse? Yeah,
2: I got around to watching Roma. I thought it was a beautiful film. Oh man, um, like every frame is a painting. Every frame was mm-hmm. a painting with that Roma movie. Mm-hmm. And I just like something about Alfonso Cuarón's style how he just gets so much depth in his shots. Like stuff is going on way in the freaking foreground, man. Ooh, right. And I think that just it, it made me want to actually see this on a bigger screen.
5: Yeah that yeah. that was my thing is I never wanted to see it on anything else but a big screen. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm gonna have to see it before the Oscars. Mm-hmm. But you I've been you. looking, like, hoping it comes to like the NAROs or oh, something like that. You haven't seen Roma? Nah. No, you gotta stop. We had man. a full combo
3: last time, didn't we? About it? No. Nah. Probably really I mean, off of the for for mic. You. Oh wow! I didn't know. That. I thought you saw it.
1: Oh Roma! Is- well, I know yeah, AMC really
5: has been like boycotting it. That's the thing.
1: AMC has. Yeah. Because it it's Netflix. Because
5: Netflix. Even though, even I wonder if they'll boycott it after it wins the Oscar.
1: That'll be kind of crazy. If, but if, they probably would. If Netflix wins this Oscar, dog, I think that's going to change their positioning with a lot of shit, man. Mm-hmm. Cinemark in, in hasn't
0: shown it. They show all the like indie stuff.
5: I think a lot of theater chains are kind of like not fucking with like
1: anything Netflix.
2: Damn,
5: that's
1: a shame. Yeah,
0: don't be blockbuster out here. Yeah. Get in, get in when they when you can. Yeah,
1: because they they are not going to stop making content. So yeah. Yeah. you know, and you know them 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 buying this property specifically. You know, is oh man, I, I just can't explain how how great that film is, man. Mm-hmm. So, what, at what point did you realize what you were watching was special with Roma? Um,
2: I mean, from the very beginning, just the way it's shot is totally different, and it's really giving you like a slice of life of this person's life in Mexico, and really set the the, the, the tone of the time. Yeah. And um, I think we don't we don't really see that. We don't get to see. That perspective mm-hmm. so much so, um, and I feel like there were some kind of ties to his other films, like um, Children of Men, just mm-hmm. with the whole uh, like the birthing sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, I started going back to that, so I like it. Kind of made me wonder, like, was he born in the time of like uh, like social unrest or something? Because <laughs> that seems to be kind of like a theme throughout his work.
1: Well, he's from Mexico. Uses that you can't tell, I guess, when it comes to their yeah. their political climate. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I, think, I wanted um, to watch it just his name.
3: Yeah. I've 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 been a huge fan of his work for a long time, and I just was like, oh, new new Quan film, and we're going we're going in. Yeah,
1: does it have any remnants to E two time again?
3: Yes, um, yes, but no. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, different films, but.
0: I couldn't get through each one of my. Favorite. Oh man, you should watch that. I, I watched it immediately. I wanted to also take a bath and stop masturbating. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's got oh, wow. it's it's
3: it's a raunchy <laughs> kind. Of, well, not raunchy, but it's got it's some. It's risque a little bit. Risque. Um, and and I watched it after Roma because I realized that was the one film I hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. And a friend, Seatree, Tree, shout out to Sea Tree, was like, "You you need to watch that immediately." So yeah. I actually watched it immediately after Roma. Nice. And uh, you see the progression. You see his style, you mm. know, the, the whole painting. He does a lot of wide shots. Mm. He long takes. So, I mean, I would say it has a similar tone, but that's a lot of it's technical. Like, he has a consistent style, mm. a consistent tone, a consistent style, and, and how he likes to present his films.
1: Was, um, is, um, was Chivo, is was he DP on that as well? I don't know. Lebesky? I don't I mean, know. Lebesky on Easy You know, and...
3: But having that slice of life feel, that was very prominent in E2. Mm -hmm. Like the movie just kinda uh, not to spoil it, but I mean the movie just it ends in in almost the same way Roma ends. It's just very like this slice of life is Mm. over now. This this little window that we allowed you to see is now is now gone. Mm. And so, you know, things wrap up, but they don't. Right. So I I would encourage its viewing. It's a very good film.
5: Yeah. I, I think it's interesting because I know The guys who did um, *Crazy Rich Asians* they were offered like more money by Netflix to do it, and they went in theaters because they were like, "We want as many of our people to see this as possible." The Mm. The Quran is also saying the same thing. He was like, "The reason I went with Netflix because I didn't want it to be in a bunch of indie theaters. I wanted as many as my people to see it as possible." And I think that's valid. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's kind of interesting those two like viewpoints. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I think depending on what if you make an art house film you know and you know that it's limited release or i, I can i can definitely understand the uh the psychology behind both, wanting to go netflix yes. it really does yeah it's just
0: a different product that you're selling yeah to say like you know the same thing yeah. i get it yeah, I, I totally, man, get, totally
1: it. get it you know um but that's good man i'm i'm glad you got a chance to watch roma um any, anything else
2: Did you? no and hereditary and
1: hereditary yeah that was another
2: one that mm-hmm. really got me because i mean I, I like a good horror film that when you walk away from it you're still kind of thinking about it like you think some shit's gonna happen that happen in the movie mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's how i felt you know like being in my apartment by myself i was a little, a i watched bitch it too um about mm-hmm.
3: a month or so ago and mm-hmm. i i didn't see that coming but mm-hmm. just being a, a solid film oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I
0: mean after Tracy said it was i kind of gave it you know I gave that some credence but that movie was not at all what I was expecting it to be. Right. And I feel like I need to watch it again. I feel like there are things that I would probably catch that I did not see the first time just because I did not know where we were where going. It was going, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: I just didn't think it would be that much of a horror film. I thought it was going to be... Uh... Like a, a thriller a, a thriller or something of a darker tone I did not mm-hmm. think it would be the film that was presented to me yeah. I was like this went totally south mm-hmm. yeah. so and I like that that was a weird feeling and I haven't felt that watching a movie in a long time yeah. where you're like oh I am definitely not on the ride I thought I was it's like the
0: sixth sense almost yeah. um yeah Just because it starts off one way, and then it goes another way, and then it goes a completely different way. Yeah. So, not not in the sense that, you know, it doesn't have the same feel as The Sixth Sense, but the trajectory of the movie and how it ends up, you're like, oh... where we are,
2: yeah. I feel like it had like little bits of some of, like the best horror movies, kind of all in there, but kind of you know like reorganized to be its own thing.
3: Sure. <laughs> like I, I thought sure. it was gonna be just like maybe some psychological type right. situation, mm-hmm. or so. The previews when I saw it, I thought a lot of the things that were in there that were very horror they would be imagined mm-hmm. or psychological. I thought it was gonna be about a lady going crazy, mm-hmm. like, and then to find out it was just a completely different situation, mm-hmm. like I
1: that. It was that was cool. That's why yeah, we can't. Yeah. Spoil Though. Like yeah. yeah, that it really hurts the film if you do. Man. But
0: I, I agree with you. The thing that happens after the party scene, oh I was like, God. whoa, what the
4: fuck? That's
1: a <laughs> yeah. I said, whoa. yeah." I looked at my clock. I was like, yo, how much time is left in this film? <laughs> I was like, yo, this can't be the end of it. Yo, this I, is
3: wild. I think I hit the group chat like, whoa, yeah. what happened here? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I knew something was coming with the party. And based on what was happening at the party... I just thought that was going to go a different way. I thought
1: we were going into Carrie territory. Yeah. yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I thought, and then we didn't. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, Ooh. yeah. Did so nobody else saw it in theater. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, theater. It was a good. I, I was I, glad I, I, saw I watched it how
0: I watch things.
1: Right, <laughs> right. You acquired it. Mm-hmm. Yep, we got you. Well, well, well I know a lot of. Amazon.
5: Oh, sorry. A lot of people are saying, um, I guess that she got snubbed, Toni Collette, for like best supporting actress. Do y'all feel that, that way? She's
0: not a supporting yeah. actress. She's the, She's the
5: lead in that lead movie. In that one. Oh yeah. She,
1: yeah, that's. Yeah, that's where that's kind of almost a spoiler, um, sort of. But yeah, I don't, I don't think she got snubbed. I, I mean, Tony Collette, man, she just, she's one of these actresses, man. She just serves the story, you know. Like I, I, like I never watch her and feel like I get these great moments. I just feel like this is exactly what this character's supposed to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't, she never really stands out to me. She just. She's she like a public servant. It. She does it exactly how it's supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. And she does it so well that it doesn't feel like it feels like real life, but it doesn't stand out to where you feel like you need to like, it's almost like, oh I mean, this is she always job. feels like a complete person. Yes. 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 Um,
0: that the her characters even when they don't have a whole lot of depth in terms of the writing she mm-hmm. still makes them feel like a real person right
1: right and and you know and i guess that's a gift and a curse for her because she may never really get recognized uh... for what she does She's
0: been nominated for an Oscar. I think it was for like Muriel's Wedding, though, like really early in her career. Oh,
1: okay.
3: She always reminds me of Tilda Swinton for some strange reason. I
0: don't know why, because mm. I like her so much better. I do like
3: Tilda Swinton. Mm. Well, you mean you say you like Tilda better? No, no she oh, likes okay. I like them both. <laughs> like in their own. Oh, she own, actually. In their own I'm wrong.
0: She actually got best um best supporting actress for The Sixth Sense. Which is maybe because she's in both of those movies, I wasn't even thinking about that when I said it, but maybe because she's in both of those movies, I had that feeling yeah. about where it was
1: going she I think the scene in sixth sense that really did it for me was when she when um when, oh she, she's like she started crying like in when the, they were in the car. in the car, yeah, and her yeah. mom
0: was outside the window or something like that. It was
1: something like that I forget. Oh, um, it was ages ago, but she I think I I feel like that scene she gave an extremely good performance. There
0: wasn't a lot to that character though. There know, wasn't a lot wasn't. that you know about her. But, like but other she, than she's this kid's mom and she's struggling, but she's a she's a whole person. Yeah,
1: she gave it that robustness though. Mm-hmm. She really, you know I have a hard time sometimes
3: when movies get nominated for best supporting actress, but you you got like 10 minutes of screen time. Because mm-hmm. like, sometimes I'm like,
0: well that's why it's a supporting role. <laughs> I know, but
3: a 2-hour movie in 10 minutes? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not an actor, so I don't know how hard it is, but and I know acting really good for ten minutes can be an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm a little like, man, I I'd rather have that award to go someone who really was who, like who put in that work, put in that work, who was mm-hmm. really in the movie for a, a good portion of it. I don't know, but no disrespect saying. to anybody who's well, I remember one year there was somebody who got nominated for a best supporting actor and they were in the movie for like seven minutes or something. Was it like Yeah,
5: like, yo. Mm-hmm. Out of two and a half hour movie, seven minutes. I, that was like Manchester by the Sea for me with Michelle Williams, but she actually killed. Like she was probably only in the movie for maybe like
4: 10, 15 minutes. Yeah,
5: yeah, but she actually killed her part. She well, did. I was like, damn, she could get it. Same, yeah. thing,
0: same thing with Naomi Harris and Moonlight. Like she's not,
5: mm-hmm.
0: she's not in that movie a whole lot. But when you see her, like she I'm not
5: saying you
3: can't kill twenty her. feet tall. Shot wrong. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know an Oscar though. Yeah, I don't know. That's a little That's a little tough for
0: me. Uh, she fucking killed that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't care how long they're on screen. Like, the fact that you can make that kind of impact, that I can walk away wanting to know more about you and what you're capable of, if you can do that agree, in 10 yeah. minutes, then that's a testament to you being a I, I
3: agree. I can see that. That's going to be my goal in life. I'm trying to get an Oscar for, like, four minutes of screen <laughs> One time. scene. It would be like, yo, <laughs> yo. I'm in, I'm in a movie for one scene, and I got an Oscar. All right. Oh. Uh, I, um, so, I,
1: I, did anybody watch Trigger Warning? The Mike? I watched the, the, watch mic? the uh, killer Mike.
5: The hyperbole episode, yeah.
1: Dog, oh, man, Yo trigger warning it, it, that's an inappropriate title because I think if you're easily offended or like you you know you're kind of like faint-hearted, you're not going to take to this, you know, but if you have like if if you Killer Mike does this thing, first of all, I've always liked him just as like a as like a leader, as like a, you know, I don't I don't even know what the right word is for. He's just a, he's like an emancipator, man. And what I like about his viewpoints is that he has solutions, right? Mm -hmm. He has real solutions. And that's what this show is really based upon. Real solutions for things that we've heard him say about, you know, uh, the black community strengthening their position, Mm -hmm. um, being Mm self-sufficient. You know, so the Cripacola episode that he's talking about, um, it starts off by him, like, researching Hell's Angels. And he's like, yo, essentially Hell's Angels is a, is a biker gang. They've murdered people. They've they've done mad illegal shit. But he's like, you know, th- their their t shirts sell really well. You know, their merchandise sells really well. And he he was like, really, all they did was they turned the i the gang of hell's angels into a business. Mm-hmm. So he went and took like four guys, four crips in the Atlanta Georgia community, basically made them organize to and create this product called Cola. And try to sell it in the community You know what I'm saying? Try to like sell it for retail And shit like that but it was just based upon The seed that like yo there's no difference Between the Crips and the Hells Angels you know what I mean? It's just that somebody decided to organize and
0: to corporatize it.
1: Yeah, to, to corporatize it, and we have just as much. Posi- I mean, the Crips and the Bloods. I mean, those are two pretty big brands. I mean, I I don't think you can go anywhere in any corner of America where nobody's heard, somebody's never heard of the Crips and the Bloods. Even more
0: so than like you know, Divine Nine, Panheld, <laughs> black yeah. organizations that are positive. For sure. <laughs> and so
1: you know, so you know, we talk. We're talking about community reform. We're talking about, you know, brand repositioning all of this, like in a one thirty minute episode with the real solution where they really made they really made their own recipe of coke or of of basically soda and really did the work of trying to get along. Like it was it was a really good episode. Mm -hmm. The very first episode was he decided that like for 72 hours he would only buy black. So it was like his experience of trying to, and I, I'm, I'm talking about he didn't even smoke weed because he was like, yo, where was this weed grown at? You know, was it a black weed farmer? Okay, nah, then I can't smoke weed for three hours or for three days. You know, like, you know, I can't drive this car because it ain't, oh, I had to, he had to go to like a black owned like bicycle company. And a black owned like bus company to get around. Like, he, he
0: couldn't go to a black owned car dealership and get a car.
1: No, because the manufacturer of the bus is like,
0: it's still a black business.
1: Yeah, well, I don't I guess know. You, man. Want you got you black, got, yeah, black he business. wanted to be black. black. I <laughs> mean, I drive a
0: Japanese car, but I bought it from a dealership owned by a black man. Yeah, when most of the employees there are also you, black.
1: You just got to watch the episode. I'm, I'm not saying that his solutions are the best best and his I way think of I think about he was trying to make a point
0: so from, from the position of him trying to make a point I 100%. get it
1: 100% and, and I think that's all this that's all this show is designed to do is like yo if you really want a fucking solution it ain't hard you know what I'm saying it ain't hard but you know you're gonna have to put in some work type shit
0: I just can't take him screaming all the fucking time like is he yelling the entire time because I don't mm-hmm. agree with him all the time I agree with him often and then sometimes I'm like nah you lost me but I think that's healthy I don't think that you should just accept right. an My, opinion because it comes it really from a person you like. Exactly. Um, or, or not accept an opinion because it comes from a person you dislike. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But... I just cannot take his The only his thing is he talks loud whenever he feels challenged. And I'm like, stop fucking screaming.
5: He only yelled like once in the Cola episode. And it was like this focus group or whatever. Yes. <laughs> that dude Mario. Yeah. He's yeah. Yeah. like, you're a fucking racist. Yeah. <laughs> that Yo, so funny. It was a good moment. He yeah. did a
1: focus group for the Coca-Cola. And it was a bunch of like, it was like one Puerto Rican dude and a bunch of like, you know, like white people around it. And he was talking to them about the origins of the soda. And everything like that. And it was like, they tasted it. They loved it. But then he gave them the background about it being a Crips And then everybody kind of like, ah. And then, um, well, it wasn't him. It was the whoever was presenting it, the moderator. And then Killer Mike came in. And the, the only Puerto Rican dude, he was like, yo, kill, Like, he identified with him. And then Killer Mike started sitting down and talking to him. And this dude was, like, just, like, obnoxiously challenging. Like, he was just... Um, like there were some things that were legit, and then other things he was just being completely fucking obnoxious. Mm. And Killer Mike broke his ass down. He was like, "Yo, like, you know, called him a racist," but it wasn't like they could. They they had a conversation, but he was just pointing out all his bullshit. It was just it was very healthy, man. Mm. It's a very good show, and we're talking about twenty five minute episodes. Only about six of them. Mm. It's easy to watch in a day and get lost. I think the only other movie that I watched. Um the only other thing that I watched was Tag. Have y'all seen Tag? I
0: haven't seen. I actually tag.
1: did just watch that like this week. Tag was actually very entertaining. Was it yeah, funny it
0: was
5: like horrible bosses was, or yeah. oh the movie where
3: they played they yeah. played Tag? Oh, they okay. With, tag. with Jeremy Renner not you know. being uh what's his face? Right. Hawkeye. <laughs> <And not being laughs> Hawkeye. Hawkeye.
4: Or
1: Hansel. Yeah. What what did you <laughs> oh. think of it? You thought it was funny? <laughs>
5: Yeah, like I was surprised. Like I didn't watch it when it was out because it got like kind of middling like reviews or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like Less Than Fresh and Rotten Tomatoes. But I actually kind of like liked it really. Me too. A lot. Yeah, it was a fun movie, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I'll tell you, man, this thing that I, I first saw it with Game Night and then I see it with Tag and I feel like I don't know if they're from the same studio or the same sort of core team, but I like this thing of like this ensemble cast of people that are, you know, in these, you know, comedic forms or They play or well comedics. together, yeah. They play well together, and then the movie is stylized. Like, you know, we talked about a game night had some shots where I was scratching my head, like, how the fuck did they do this? There was a couple of those in tag, too. Just, you could tell there's a lot of emphasis on the style and how it's presented. And I know that was one of your arguments. That was a lot of times your arguments about, like, bigger movies is, like, directors have no style and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. It's like the perfect marriage of a stylized, mm-hmm. you know, uh,
0: Lighthearted comedy. Uh, Lighthearted
1: comedy, you know, and, and, and the basis of what they were doing, even though it's fucking, apparently it's based on a true story. I'm sure the true story is way more mild, even Mm. though the, the footage that they showed at the end was hilarious (laughs) apparently there's really, it really was a group of guys that played tag over like a, like a 30 year time span, Mm. um, or however long it was, but the meat of what this movie is, it's, it, 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 it's very heartwarming, man. Um you know so i think that's just really cool to be able to take something like that and make it worth something um but yeah if if you got access to see it man i tag it's very fun you know i'm i'm
5: waiting for that like hannibal Burris role that like he really kills cuz it,
1: it it just his personality don't lend to it, it do not too he's much he's very yeah. dry i know him yeah. and, him and eric andre have this um
0: he's funnier to in like Stand up to me, then he's he's not a good comedic actor to me.
1: Yeah, he was alright in Spider Man. That's
5: the only movie I've seen him in where I was like laughed at right. what he was doing that much. You didn't
0: like him in, in Daddy's Home.
5: He was in Daddy's Home. Is that the the Tyler Perry movie? No, that's no, Daddy that's home. Daddy's girl. Little
0: Girls. Daddy's Home is Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg.
5: and um, oh man, Will Ferrell. Uh, Will Ferrell. I've seen both Daddy's oh, Home. Yeah, he was I yeah, wish I could not right.
3: see the those movies. Those movies are not like. I had to watch Daddy's Home 2 recently, and I I, I just shook my head the you whole time. You had to. Oh, okay. I that's had to. My, my my roommate when to watch knew. it. We
0: already knew. You didn't even have to say that it. That
3: movie was bad. That movie was very, very that, bad. That's on her radar? Yeah. I yeah. mean, Mark Wahlberg and, and Mel Gibson. and Not too
1: much cursing or nothing for her? No,
3: she don't mind cursing. Oh, it's the violence she don't like. Yeah, she don't like a lot of violence and oh, yeah, horror guns and all that stuff so I mean right. a comedy is cool gotcha.
0: oh well, I know who to call when I want to go see stuff like that mm. so Tag tag. I didn't watch but I did watch Game Night those movies like I said um, I enjoyed Horrible Bosses and when if I look at the trailer it reminds me of something like that and mm. then I'm like oh I can watch this yeah like couples retreat like that kind of humor I enjoy. Yeah. It's 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 borderline stupid but it's not stupid.
1: Right, right. See Tag and Horrible Boss. I mean not Tag. Uh Game Night and Horrible Bosses. I mean they have very dark undertones. Mm-hmm. Tag didn't really have dark undertones but it's that same core comedic string mm-hmm. throughout it, you know? Um, it had the same kind of feel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, I know um, and the director he
5: kind of tried to put his a lot of heart into it cuz he said he kind of Based it around his friends, even though it's based off a real story, mm-hmm. he kind of based the relationships around his friends that he grew up with and stuff like that. Yeah. And so you feel that heart in the movie, like you feel that even when they're playing tag at the
1: end, it's like that was that yo, that's great. Like you feel like they hard. were actually
5: having fun in the scene, like the actors
1: and stuff. Right. Yeah. 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 Movies like that, you just wish you could be a fly on the wall just to see how they operate on that level. Um But yeah, man. So that, I mean, that's it for me, man. Did we miss anything?
5: Oh, uh, you want to talk about how great you think Aquaman is? (laughs) 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 Uh, He says Chandler's not here. Honestly,
3: okay, you know, commentary on DC films is grading on a curve. Like you know, you you can only accept. You can't count Nolan, but I really liked Aquaman. Uh, I watched it last night, and uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, it it entertained me. Uh, I mean, it's ridiculous in its own. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it in the. Theater. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's you're not like, gonna get I told, around I that. I think I
5: texted you when I saw it. It's like ridiculous. Well,
3: like, I wasn't Insane. upset. Like, uh, eventually, my brain just let go yeah, and was it like, "All right, off. I'm just gonna go and 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 watch this for two two hours and
5: fifteen minutes." Um, I, I think, enjoyed it. I think it's so long you can't be mad at how ridiculous it is because yeah. after a while your brain is just like I don't care anymore. Yeah, I, I kind of said that. I was like I don't really care anymore. Like you cause... see an octopus playing drums. It's like I, yeah. don't, I don't care <laughs> Like, <laughs> like <what?
3: laughs> I think I just yeah. accepted it and yeah. you know I mean there's a certain level of acceptance with these films because some movies go ridiculous and you can't watch it anymore. Like yeah. I, I'm just like I'm done but I think the pacing of it and they just kept going and going and going and going. Yeah, and and it kept think, getting
5: bigger. It wasn't yeah. like it just Well, I was gonna yeah. say that.
3: I was impressed with the scale. Like there was a lot of things in that movie. I was like It was a lot of characters. Yeah, there's a lot of characters, there's a lot of, lot of, yeah, a lot like, of yeah. things on the screen. Um I was very impressed with some of the set design and, you know, and
5: how they kind of imagine that world. You know what's crazy to me is I don't think Jason Momoa got wet like once in that movie. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> pause. Pause. Yeah, pause.
3: Yeah. But, I mean I I did have questions. Did this take place before or after Justice League and Batman? Um, And Superman, I mean.
5: Um, I think they they made a report that it was supposed to follow what Zack Snyder did in Justice League. Yeah. But when Joss Whedon came in and mixed some things up, it might mess up the continuity. And
3: then in the beginning they knew he was the aquaman but then there was the news reporter who was like yo there's this aquaman in this atlantis and everyone was yeah. like no nah, you're crazy but he <laughs> yeah. was clearly in the public eye as aquaman like i don't that that kind of confused me yeah. but for all intents and purposes it, was it a good movie no not really but it i enjoyed it i and then when you compare it to all the other dc movies outside of of uh, some of the batmans you know I, I enjoyed the film and i mean you liked it
0: better than wonder woman
3: I liked it just as much as Wonder Woman cuz Wonder Woman it, it, the ending of Wonder Woman is really janky. The CGI and all that stuff is mm. really suspect and it's to me it's just as good. Wonder Woman's not a great film. It's just better than all the other things DC's done. So I didn't
0: watch Aquaman to make that comparison, but I just from the trailer I was like, nah.
3: Man of Steel is <laughs> is okay. Um Batman, Superman versus Batman is okay. Um Justice League is pretty bad. Suicides, I fell asleep on it. In suicide the Squad, can, <laughs> Suicide Squad can burn in hell. Um, They're making another one. I, I don't doubt it. Yeah, the, uh, James Gunn just signed on to direct. <laughs> hmm. He's a he makes way more sense as yeah. a director for that that material. But they they lost an an opportunity. They 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 blew a really good. But that's a whole podcast in itself about DC versus
5: Marvel and the the eternal fumbling that they've done since Man of Steel. So, I don't even yeah. think DC is in, like, competition with Marvel. They're in competition with, like, Sony as far as trying to make good movies. Well, I, think, I, movies.
3: I don't think they think they're in competition, but I think the, in the public there public is. Guy, it's, they're it's, always, a, they're it's a it's a fight you didn't yet. want to be in, but you're like, you. I think you need to accept that you are in competition at some point. Like, that's where everyone places you. So It's like
5: starting a marathon and somebody's already, like, a mile ahead of you. Like, yeah. You, you're never going to catch up. You just got to do your pace. Yeah.
3: But they they just they made it they tried to make the Avengers before they made everything else. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like uh you you wanted you were so far behind that you wanted to catch up so bad you 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 made stupid decisions. So
5: how do you uh, how do you feel about um I guess Fast and Furious trying to do the Marvel thing now? Where they're trying to do a movie every year.
1: <laughs> Duh, that Hobbs trailer looked all right. <laughs> Yo, I
5: actually kinda wanna see it because that director, he did uh he did Atomic Blonde and mm-hmm. he did um John Wick. Yeah. So he, it might be. I, that some, I think that, that will check up You know, those movies for me. Well, I admit the last Fast and
3: Furious got so ridiculous. I, I kind of, my brain was having a hard time mm-hmm, with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we got Lambos in Antarctica. Yeah, uh, you, could, you could, you could barely drive a Lambo through Portsmouth. Yeah. Yeah. so I'm gonna
1: <laughs> keep it real, man. I, I, you know, I, I hate to put this on it so early, but I feel like that this Hobbs movie is going to be the beginning of the end of Fast and Furious. To be honest. Well, I
5: guess the end would be like the tenth one, but that the ninth one will be after the Hobbs. They might do another one between that and 10. Right. Let's squeeze it out. I'm surprised The Rock hasn't
3: just kind of taken it and then kicked out the 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 regular crew and just found another crew. Like uh, yeah. so the, who's the new Vin Diesel and and those well, characters. I
1: guarantee that's where it's headed.
5: Yeah, that's where I think it is. Too. So are
1: you saying fast is supposed to stop at 10?
5: Yeah, well, I think so, but I think they're also going to do a fast movie with women, just all the women together. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like the Ghostbusters or whatever, so that might be interesting.
1: Is Gal Gadot's character still alive nah, in the Fast and Furious? No, she died. She didn't okay. even
3: make it out of her own movie, right? She died in her movie. She the was first in five. Mo- she, didn't she die in her the movie yeah, she, she, she premiered in? Um, She died in six, I think. Oh, That's oh, the well, funny yeah, part about yeah. Fast and Furious. After two and three, you kind of don't know what one is which anymore. I, like I, I can't tell
5: you what Michelle, happened and what. Yeah, Michelle died. She died. Um, who else died? Han died. Like, <laughs> like the, the dude who was Jason Stacy. Paul died. died literally. Like, and they just bring them all back. Like, I like, can't bring Paul back though. Yeah. yeah. Come on, fam. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. You can't just say shout that. Shout
1: out to Paul. Uh, Come on, you can't do that easily. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm <laughs> just shouting out a deceased brother, man. Yo. You're supposed to shout out his family, man.
5: Shout out to the walkers. I kind of do want to see like Tyrese go back to LA or something like that. <laughs> get a Tyrese standalone movie. Man, but I remember I felt bad because yeah. when Tyrese was complaining, I was
3: like, yo, man, you should be grateful. You was even at the party in the first place, man.
1: Because yeah. you got lucky with that franchise. Yeah, that and Transformers, Transformers kind of like yeah, they made his career. He yo, he arguably after Will, he might have the best transition from music to 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 film, in Latifah. terms of like. No, I'm t- I'm talking about in terms of like like blockbuster success. You don't think Mark Wahlberg? Are you talking black? <laughs> Mark Wahlberg's a good can I mean but if you if you put all if you put all the Fast and Furiouses and the Transformers up against Mark Wahlberg's catalog, who who did more in But I mean box yeah. office. That's what I'm saying. But like, Mark, Wa- well, Mark Wahlberg's and two of the Transformers. Yeah, yeah. that too. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, dude, they do as good as the Michael B- well the
5: yeah,
3: one of them was except Michael the last B- one. The last well, they all made them gobs of money. Right. But yeah. um the last one just didn't make as much as the other ones did. Gotcha. But, but they've all made a shit ton of
1: money. Yeah. I'm just yeah, I'm just talking strictly in terms of box office success. You well know I I'm would saying?
3: say too, you know, there's a difference between being in the movie and carrying the movie too. You know, Will and Mark will carry their films. Whereas, you know, I'm not going to Transformers for Tyrese.
5: Right. Tyrese yeah. and
1: Ludacris. Yeah. Like <laughs> oh yeah, I want to see the new Tyrese <laughs> and Ludacris <laughs> movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I, yeah. I think you know what you know what though? I think Tyrese could be a legitimate action star. Mm-hmm. I think I think Tyrese has the physique. I think he has the presence to be a legitimate action star. And we saw like a glimpse of it when we had like what was like waist deep. Yeah. Was he was it him and Waist Deep? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I we saw glimpses of it. I don't know why it didn't continue, but I, I think he could do it. Mm-hmm. I think he's got like the even the humor. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like Tyrese legitimately could, man. It, there must be a reason why he's not. Yeah. Hello, Cool J. Hello.
3: Rapper actor, he had a good run there for a while. Yeah, his uh, blockbuster wise. Um, yeah, I
1: mean he
5: he's already didn't like
0: deepest blue as my head is uh, like a shark's fin. Come on, fam. he's already
5: he's gone over <laughs> I the. Actually, hump, like deep I, Blues yeah, I do love, love that. I love anyway. that movie. Actually, Really? Rennie yeah. Harlan. Last time I saw, saw Michael Rappaport yeah.
1: and thought he was cute, and then <clears> I, he got old. I can't I can't tell you a Renny Harlan movie that I actually like. I think the closest was Reindeer Games. That was was that Rennie Harlan? I don't know who directed Deep Blue Sea. Rainie Harlan Right on, like oh, right okay. Frankenheimer, whatever. All yeah. right, man. We're gonna leave this on the table where it's at. Um,
5: so what's I just wanna ask the question like what's one thing like you've been putting off that you wanted to watch that you just never got around to watch it and you could do it mm. by the end of the month? In mm. the Spider-Verse,
0: I need to do that like yesterday. Like I'm excited about it, but I just can't yeah. like not watching it.
5: It's still in theaters, it should be. I'm
0: trying to get there. I really am. I might there make I a I pilgrimage tomorrow night. We might me and yeah. me and me and my little one. Yeah. Might just make it there.
5: I got to see the
2: new Dragon Ball Z movie. Oh. Because everybody's talking yeah, about it. Yeah, Broly. I think Glass for
5: me.
0: Oh, same. I got to watch yeah. that one too. Like
5: <laughs> oh, no, I haven't thought off. about that. That's, um, that's a good question. should have asked me that an hour ago. I couldn't. Mm. Uh, I composed. think I want to get around the dark on Netflix. I've
1: always heard good things about it. Yeah, that's. but that's in German, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I tried to watch like one episode and it was just, it, it just wasn't it's appealing voiced, to me. It's voiced over though. Oh, it's dubbed? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because I started watching amazing. it. The thumbnail looks amazing. Um, so you know, shout out to whoever out here picking thumbnails for dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's gotta be an amazing job too, man. Picking the thumbnail. Because it's like there's a lot of pressure on you. You gotta pick the you gotta make the one thumbnail that makes somebody wanna click on this in this sea of fucking. Well, it changes um, too. Thumbs. They
3: pick a bunch. I yeah.
1: noticed
3: that. It'll mine will change up sometimes if you you know like say you watch something and then you come back to the menu it'll right. be different I'm they can or, show
1: you the bullshit one yeah, yeah kind of yeah, like yeah. play it down yeah. <laughs> pick something else yeah I think that's just the whole Netflix whole platform and it's just very interesting how intuitive it is mm-hmm. and you know
3: but. um I only got one thing we, we don't have to spend a lot of time on it um uh IO is one of the worst movies I've ever seen <laughs> um, and so we talked about how it ends last episode Yeah, and um The movie, How It Ends. How It Ends, yeah. And um, IO was way worse. IO, the people behind that film should be ashamed of themselves. And Netflix um, should be ashamed of themselves. Do you think the
1: IO is going to have any bearing on the OA when it comes back out? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think OA is coming back out. I I thought they were in production for season two. I heard that that like a year and some change ago.
0: Yeah, well,
3: and, and my social media, I got popular for a day. Like people were like, "Oh, I was gonna watch it," and I was like, "Don't do it." And I Damn. kept responding to everybody, and then finally, people started watching it, and they were like, "Yo, that, that is a bad film." Oh, oh it's you such know a bad what I watched,
0: film. and like honorable mention to people are just now watching it. And if you guys haven't watched it's this, it's this is this docu well, documentary called "Abducted in Plain Sight." I heard Ooh, about that. I keep hearing about that. I'm just gonna say this. When you watch it, and you will know what I'm talking about, those parents are not victims. Okay. They're painting themselves as victims. They facilitated all of this shit.
1: No. So if
0: you go watch it, they never say that they did, but a smart person can, can discern that. Yeah. Oh. They're the worst parents that what, ever
1: lived. What's the what, What's the premise of this documentary?
0: Um. A pedophile neighbor abducts their daughter and you're going to watch it
4: Mm -hmm.
0: and go, why the fuck are they letting him hang out with a little girl by herself? Mm. And they, they keep saying like, well, he took an interest in her. What the fuck?
3: Mm. Did they know he was a pedophile?
0: You gotta watch it.
4: Okay. Damn.
0: You you need to watch it. Mm. It's wild. And maybe every 10 minutes of the documentary, you're like, it's another thing that you're just like, what the fuck? Wow. But yeah, Mm. shout out to y'all hit me up on social if you want to talk about it because i have so many opinions but i don't want to ruin it for you because there's so many reveals in this documentary that you're just like but again whoever made the documentary fuck you for making those people out to be victims they're not victims they're horrible people oh wow
1: interesting nice yeah that went dark yeah that went very dark very fast glad it was at the end (laughs) all right guys man well um That's the cue, man. And again, if this is your first time listening to us, I hope we uh, gave you some inspiration to, one, keep listening to the kind of movie critics, and two, maybe take an interest in one or two of these programs and or films that we spoke about in today's episode. Um, This is a great time to drop a comment, man, and just say something. Say what up. Say hello. Hit like. You know, something like that, man. Just get some engagement going because we really want some inspiration to continue to bring you guys content. And if you know any any, you know, like Lizzie always says, if you know any good uh, things that are coming out that you want us to talk about or want us to touch on, man, you know, we don't know if we don't know. So you got to let us know. Uh, hit us on our Instagram, on Instagram uh, and Facebook at Kind of Movie Critics or on Twitter at Kind of Movie Critics, Crits, C-R-I-T-S. Um, yeah, that's it, man. And again, we call ourselves Kind of Movie Critics because we kind of are. And we're kind of not. We're just a bunch of people who like to watch movies. This has been an On Air Network production.